from downtown, this is Tim Kitsar from NBA Jam, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom shakalaka! This week in Nintendo Main, we have Kevin Fair here to talk about I play games under the coronavirus. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Trey told me to say something here, so I did. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Very nice. <laughs> Bow to me, for I have seen the golden balloon. You guys, I didn't slow down on Animal Crossing. <laughs> Hard drug. Welcome to Nintendo Main Podcast, episode 215, your place for Nintendo news from Nintendo fans like yourselves, which are us. And we are your hosts. I'm Trey, no bug, no life, Johnson. I'm Jeremy, ham dad, Mikowski. And I'm Jonathan, tiny tiger's knitter. And we have a special guest this week. Um, I am Kevin Fair, Tetris Maximus. Tetris Maximus. All right. Kevin, Kevin Fair is here from iPlayGames. You may have remembered him from previous episodes that we've done i know you were on uh you're on one of our midwest gaming classic ones and uh, yep. multiple other ones i think you've been on like three or four by now but yeah. i wanted wanted to wanted to have you on here because we've been starting off this show as of late you know with our with giving updates on you know the pandemic and the world that we're living in and all that and how it's affecting us and and our lives and all that sort of thing corona 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 and i wanted to have you on here specifically because your job basically takes place in in things that can't happen anymore so you know uh i'm sure that's yeah. had a big effect on you <laughs> <laughs> so no it's funny because i've been keeping it kind of lighthearted, and i've been people will ask me man so how's everything going considering you know the the virus and whatnot and i always joke and i say well it's basically wrecked everything in my life up until this <laughs> point and so, <laughs> it's destroying the world but um honestly I, I i mean like um you know just to give people like a, a real some real insight my april has all been kind of shut down may has all been kind of shut down and to like give you a glimpse march 12th is the day i can almost remember really kind of like being my d-day because just about the next five events all pretty much canceled in the same like two days. Yeah. And um yeah, you know, you kind of imagine um we had we had gotten off to a really great start. I think a lot of people had saw some of our videos from like the Chicago Children's Dance Marathon. We had a uh, special evening with the uh with a uh, art gallery museum, with the Wonder Museum. We did something like five or six events for All Star Weekend. So to come from like this really big month of January and February and then to halfway get through March and South by Southwest cancels, then one of our sports, you know, clients ends up canceling for the whole state to turn around and cancel. And then some of our youth events end up basically get canceled for school to kind of get shut down. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if you weren't taking it serious before, these types of things started to make you take it serious at that moment. So 
um, you know, I've been like really happy about that. I'm, I'm healthy, you know, and I, I kind of, I, I think that's the thing I always kind of fall back on is that even though I'm not particularly happy with, you know, the way things are going professionally, um, I've been optimistic because I have my health, you know, and um, I think that's probably the best thing to look at. And then guess what? We have a lot of fun kind of engaging audiences online and doing things like that and um, kind of coming up with solutions in that way for for things. So, um, you know, fortunately for me, myself or none of my or no, um, none of my uh, loved ones have uh, been infected by the virus in that way. Um, you know, so I have that to be thankful for a lot of my friends who have, uh, either not been affected or the ones that have are slowly recovering. They kind of went through it, but then are kind of like in recovery at this point. Um, so yeah, you know, I feel like this is one of these things that kind of is testing us, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's testing our, our resolve. It's testing our resourcefulness. And, um, like I said, I've got my health, so I'm, I'm pretty, you know, I'm pretty optimistic about our ability to kind of take on the fight. Yeah, for sure. And well, especially since it's a health crisis that's going on right now that, yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, it sucks because yeah, I mean, have you, are you able to get, are you able to get unemployment like from, cause I don't know, is, is most of your stuff 1099 or how does it work? No. So it's kind of weird because, you know, you imagine I'm paying myself, you know, through the company that I created. Right. And so there aren't a lot of taxes, you know, put aside for that particular thing. Like, granted, the company itself pays taxes, but, um, you know, I almost have to look at it like it's another being, right? I have to look at the company as if it's another person. And it's like, sure, the company is this person that puts money, you know, that's able to pay me a commission. But at the same token, it's a company that I have to watch out the well-being of. You know what I mean? I have to look out, look out for its well-being. And so, uh, no, I probably would not be able to collect unemployment. Sure. And it's one of those types of things where I would probably spend more time thinking about how this is safe for the company and saying, like, so even if I did give myself, I found a way for me to claim unemployment, I would have to think long term about how this affects the company. Yeah. Because you go, well, hey, great. Yeah, you know, I got the unemployment checks for the next three, four weeks, but then I have to turn around and start making serious consideration about well, like, say, for instance, everything opens back up. How far can the company go, you know, after that or into 2021 and whatnot? So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, we did really great. And I feel like I've been able to manage, you know, financially for the company and whatnot. Um, I, it's nice because now there's some bills we don't have to pay. <laughs> yeah. So you kind of look at some of those things that save it. But then... I think ultimately what probably cheeses me off the most is that it's money now that is used to go into survival mode as opposed to growing the business and mm-hmm. expanding what we can do. You know, it's basically shrinking and choking, you know, choking what we can do as opposed to, you know, saying, hey, man, we're getting ready to do this next thing. And, you know, all these events that we had coming up that we would have been able to invest in, ideas that would have been good um are now kind of gone you know now we're you know kind of taking that money and just going into survival mode so yeah i think there's it there's like some sort of a bailout or loan for small businesses right that you can apply for i'm sure you've already looked but into they, that I, they are tough as uh tough as balls to come by man i yeah. mean 
some of these you'll be filling stuff out over and over again because you have to reapply for them. Most of us do not know like the pool of people that we're competing against. Mm-hmm. And guess what? That's virtually everybody now. Sure, yeah. Um, and then some of these are going to be like, hey, this is based on need. And then you would be like, that's like saying we're going to feed the first five people based on need, but everyone's starving. And so it's just yeah. like, how do you gauge that? Yeah. How do you gauge who needs more? Is it based on who has more debt? And guess what? I, relative to a lot of you know other groups, don't have a lot of debt. Mm-hmm. So it's funny because even though it's like, yeah, I, w- I should get some type of loan or some type of he- uh, help. But in comparison to my peers, I'm not hardest hit, right? So everyone's going to go, no, we're going to try to see if we can get take care of hardest hit. We're going to try to see if we can take care of services that are closer to essential. And so it's really difficult for me to convince people, especially when I don't have huge amounts of debt, mm-hmm. that like the gaming company and the drinking spaces are essential. Um, and so it becomes, again, another one of these bouts to try to, uh, you know, go after things that people don't feel sorry. People don't feel sorry that mm-hmm. video game events aren't happening, right? Um, and I think what, I, I, what I've tried to do to combat that is to try to... Um, um, enhance and grow the way we appear online and try to stay focused on, you know, possibly growing the business without, you know, necessarily investing a lot of money financially. So, yeah. I mean, I know, uh, I mean, you were, we were going to see you at MGC, like Midwest Gaming Classic. We've talked about that yeah, on the show yeah. about that being canceled, which I didn't really, I don't know, a lot of the stuff I just didn't really predict. I just thought, I don't know, I thought everything was going to be fine, but then it was like, you know, nothing happened what did did they give you any sort sort of like reimbursement for that for being canceled i don't know how that works no 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 um i'm actually i'm glad you reminded me i, I have to reach back out to them it, that you know amongst a bunch of the groups that had canceled um i've also still got to try to continue operations in general and i know that uh they reached out to me before you know basically they went through the same thing we went through was you know their governor stepped in and said hey we're canceling everything yeah and um you know i know i need to respond back to them so i'm glad you reminded me but no um i've and i've been incredibly fortunate i think most of the groups that i work with have been incredibly classy i know that you know in some ways like the deposits and things like that i'm gonna do my best to roll over for them into their next event um, and some of them have been incredibly appreciative of it because the reality is, and I told a lot of them this, I said, well, you know, the world, Earth itself is forcing us to pull together and, and work on these things as a group. And as a team. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, the reality is, is that me trying to like split on you and not, you know, roll something over into next year, giving you a hard time is me possibly looking at the end of some of these events. Some of these events may not be able to recover in that way. Um, you know, I hope that every single one of them does. But, you know, for some people, it may it may seem like more of a risk than it's worth. You go, well, we didn't make any money last year. We're trying to see if we can procure funds for next year. We don't know what the economy is going to be like. We have an event that people like, but we have a, an event people can afford as well. And guess what? What if people get to a point where next year they just can't afford it to be like that? And they'll have to, some groups may have to ask themselves, should we dial back what we've done in the past? Because it simply is unattainable. And we're trying to see if we can reach a market that might not be able to afford the experience we gave last year, you know? And so 
people will have to really consider like, will our brand be able to survive us reducing the, I shouldn't say the quality, but maybe the scope, you know, can we survive us reducing the scope of an event like that? And you may have some groups that say, you know what, we, we gave it our best shot. We wanted to try to do something, but this really doesn't fit what we think is good for our brand. And that way we wouldn't be able to deliver you guys a quality experience. We may need to take this year off and try to reform and come back. Um, I can imagine a lot of scenarios like that, that, that are probably, that's probably going to break a lot of people's hearts on events that weren't triple a first, you know, first, uh, first world order uh, events, you know, these events that we know and love because the people do a really great job at, kind of uh bringing us the best of the entertainment they have so um no i I mean i would love to i I mean like i would love to of course point to a lot of the groups that i had uh agreements with and just you know tell them personally how much i'm thankful about how we all have kind of amicably been able to say hey you know um we'd appreciate it if you can hold on to this for us for next year or you know we'd appreciate it if we can kind of just stay at standstill on something we haven't finished agreeing on. Mm. Um, no one has tried to take a cancellation and run with it. That yeah. At least I, I feel like I've been really fortunate in that every group that I've dealt with, we've all been pretty fair and square with each other. So, yeah, that's, I mean, that's good for sure. Yeah. And you, um, you're saying that you think, you think maybe you might be able to get to have, maybe we'll have a convention at some point or some sort of live thing. And, uh, what you're saying, a of end of May, uh, June, maybe. I personally, if I if I was just a betting man, and I mean, like you know, this is me saying I would love for us to have a convention tomorrow. Um, sure, yeah. I well, would, I would love for all 330 million Americans to go to their local Walgreens or CVS, get tested. We know who's got it. Go find a cure for the people who do, and we all be you know next weekend. We can we all go hang out again, yeah. right? But if I were a betting man, I just I, I can't see a, a feasible way where our leadership or where our government leadership does not say, hey, so here's universal testing. Here's how it's going to happen. And by this date, without that, I don't see how we have early summer convention or early yeah. summer large gathering. Yeah, that- I, I just I cannot mm-hmm. imagine a safe way where we could say we could go back into society, I think. You'll see tasks that most people were like, oh, this was like, you know, this was like next to essential. It's not quite essential, but I think you may see some of those people go back to work. But large events are are, are going to suffer because, again, without a universal testing process and leadership that steps into that role of establishing that. How, how, how would you how would you feel about like ask your like point the question back at you? How safe would you feel about going to a convention and you have no idea who has, hasn't been tested or possibly might be carrying this infectious disease mm-hmm. to which we have no vaccine for. And if we let our if we let our healthcare system turn loose on us, yeah. you don't even know that you could get tested or cured for free. Oh, like sure, you would yeah. be like <laughs> So there's a tough we found a way where you could like get get around it, but you'd be like ninety percent of Americans can't afford it. And you would just say Hey man, I'd rather be safe, man. I'd rather be safe and not have the event if yeah. we know we could avoid it, man. Sure. Yeah. No, I mean I I I'm in I'm in the same opinion the same what you're thinking here where I don't I don't think it's gonna come back anytime soon, but you know, 
like a dream. <laughs> us, us getting getting open again, yeah, and all that stuff. And it really it really broke our hearts for MGC. Actually, even like, and you were there, you know, we were both there. Even like C two E two, I felt like a little a little freaked out about it, just like how many because that that was at the beginning of coronavirus. But I still was like felt a little weird about going. I mean, I wasn't going to not go, but still. Maybe I should have been more cautious. I don't know. I mean, but we're okay. We're all okay here. So, so we didn't, nothing happened from that, but yeah, no. right. We're, we're fortunate that, that it happened so early, right? Remember yeah. how we complained a year ago about, man, C2E2 being this early this is going to be the worst thing ever. Oh, yeah. Had it been, <laughs> had it been any later, if oh, it, it wouldn't was happen, literally yeah. just a week later, we wouldn't, I guarantee you, they would have canceled that event. Yeah. And I, yeah, I wouldn't have been able to, I mean, yeah, they're definitely, like the the AEW pay per view definitely wouldn't have been there, and that was like, yeah. I'm glad I'm glad that I got to see that because I don't know if you've seen watched any of the wrestling lately, but it's uh, it's pretty it's pretty sad because now well AEW I think they're doing it in their practice space or something, like they don't even it's not even like a stadium it's like a room with a, with a ring you know and I was like that's got to be like their headquarters or wherever they practice yeah. at and it's just not the same like half the wrestlers aren't even there you know like they're not even wrestling regularly so it's like. Which I understand, you know, it's probably like whoever, it's probably like who, if you don't feel comfortable coming out, then you don't have to, I guess. But it's, it's definitely not what it was like before, you know, it definitely, Aww. it feels, it feels like a lot's not really, it's a lot is missed, you know, in, in the, in the, in the Corona, you know, no, no, uh, the whole, whole like no stadium or no people in the stadium stuff yeah. that they're doing. So it's been interesting, but yeah. No, I mean, I hope that it comes back around at some point, but yeah, who really knows? Like, as we're going back in Florida. No, I mean, it's, yeah, but that's the same as that's, but they're not having, people aren't coming. No, it'll the, be, it will be the same. It's the same as AEW, just because, yeah, W, you know, they reported on WWE, but it's the same thing. Like, AEW hasn't stopped either. They just, they just keep, you know, they just don't really, they're not necessarily going to stadiums because there's no one there, you know? Yeah. So they're, they're, they're just kind of doing it in house shows, but. It's, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's hard to, we, you know, as we've been talking about, it's just, we just got to kind of roll with it, I guess. Right. And try to figure out what's, uh, just try to, try to stay somewhat spot positive. And, uh, the, uh, the online video game meetups that you've been doing, Kevin, have been, have been fun. Like we were, I was, I've only been able to do two, but, uh, I really, I enjoyed the Tetris 99 one that we did and the, uh, I tried. I remember trying the the Smash Brothers one, but that was just watching. That was just mostly just watching people destroy each other. Those guys were hey, too yeah. good on that one. Yeah, Ricky. Ricky was a. I mean, shouts out to him, man. I hope he hears this. Uh, Ricky destroyed us like for a whole night, and I mean, yeah. like there was only maybe one or two people that could, you know, even hold the candle. And I mean, like, um, I don't normally blame anything on lag, but I felt like I was underwater against someone who was like amazingly better than i am yeah so i was like he would have beat me without this particular without this like draw on like that like i feel like i'm mashing moves just to get him to come out sure but he would have beat me regardless so no smash brothers is cool in that way where um i think you get a really good uh sense of of being able to kind of play the game in a different kind of style in addition to um, they, you know, for for all the shortcomings I kind of give uh, Nintendo a rough time on when it comes to online play, um, their lobby building is actually not not bad at all. You know, um, I think the lobby just go around in comparison to like when it first happened when like Brawl was out. Um, the lobbies for for like casual like uh, versus matches is pretty good. 
So, yeah. I had more fun with the Tetris 99 one just because I felt like I didn't have a chance at all with the Smash for this one. That's what I, that's what I was oh, saying. That, but, and then everyone got a chance to play in that, right? You imagine yeah. the Smash Brothers one. It's, like, cool to watch some matches here or there, yeah. right? But then you kind of go... Uh, but I don't know if I want to sit here and watch all of these other matches. I'd love to get back into playing, but then I also don't want to get back into playing and then be punished for that, right? Sure. I don't want to get punished because I'm not as good as the other guys. So, like, the nice thing about Tetris 9-9 was it was like, well, guess what? I don't even have to be number one because people won't see me lose. I just, you know, as long as I, yeah, yeah. As long as I don't do horribly, you know, then I feel like I played and had a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and that was the first time I got to. I hadn't really tried the um, the whole group thing with the number and stuff like that, so I didn't know how exactly it worked. So that was no, fun. It would be cool, and I was talking about this with my partner, but like, it would be so cool if you could actually play with other people. It would just like loop you all together into a group within the same game, but because playing against the computer is just kind of boring. And yeah, because you know, if it's ten of you guys, you're going to be the top ten. Yeah, like yeah. there's no getting fine. eliminated. You know. But it's almost, yeah, just like this extra fat at the beginning that's not necessary. Nah, yeah. Yeah, it really, nah, would be pretty cool. I wish it would do like Splatoon 2 does, where you can just like join your friend and then you'll be like in a match with them. I mean, you won't necessarily be on the same team or whatever, but you could at least like be in the same lobby or whatever with mixed with other people, you know. Which, weirdly enough, they didn't do that for the, for the, um, the, the events, the Splatfest. Yeah, they didn't do that for Splatfest, oh, yeah. but you could do it for anything else. But yeah, no, it's a, uh, I'm glad that you're still doing that. So you did a, you did a Mario Kart one tonight. Do you have any coming up in the future that you want to talk about on here to let anybody so, know about? So yeah, we're getting ready to throw out, um, what we've been doing is we've been polling everyone in our, in our groups. And, uh, even though a lot of things have been really cool and the Nintendo centric stuff, because, um, you know, people, honestly, I, I feel like people uh, feel really comfortable jumping into matches of things that we're playing on um, on Nintendo Switch right now. Um, the reason why I enjoy Mario Kart so much is because so many Nintendo Switch owners own a copy of that game. Um, you know, you could think of like some of the other things. I think right now, outside of Animal Crossing, there's very there's very few games that more Switch owners just own. You know, like if you're just a Switch owner, you probably just own either Mario Odyssey or uh, Link. You're going to have Breath of the Wild, right? Mm -hmm. And then when you kind of start going down the list of, like, Nintendo fun things that you want to do, virtually everyone has a copy of Mario Kart. And so um, what's been fun about it is we have people of, like, varying degrees of of talent and skill in it. And um, what I've done is, like, mixed it up between, like, battle circuits, which gives everyone a chance. Um, then we'll go back to racing and kind of mess around in different um, different places where it's easy for everyone to race. Um, and so we're obviously going to keep that rolling. Um, I am um, thinking about tossing out Rocket League again. Uh, mm, we had nice. a lot of success with Rocket League in the past, um, very specifically when it came out free on um, PlayStation Plus. Because once, once again, what happened, it was a game that tons of people just had immediate access to. So it worked out really nicely from that standpoint. And so I think the same thing can kind of be achieved with it now on the Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, we've been polling people to see what it is that they like playing. And so we did a bunch of zombie games the previous weekend. And we had a whole day of that where we did Left 4 Dead. We did um, Dying Light. We did um, Killing Floor. And I've just been kind of keeping everyone active like that. And 
kind of seeing where people want to play and, and kind of continuing that way. What I would say in special news is that this Saturday will be the digital return of the GUI show. Um, and I don't know if you guys ever got a chance to see me do the GUI show live. The gaming under the influence. That's yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. I ha- I did not see it. Well, I mean, I think I caught part of it at one of the conventions somewhere. I think is, but I have not seen. We it did do it at C two E two one year. Yeah, we did do some live episodes at C two E two one year. Um, but through the power of the interwebs, we have worked out a way where we are going to have uh, different contestants that are going to be playing some things. Um, through uh, Steam Connect and over the internet. And I'm going to be doing live color commentary. Uh, I'm going to get direct feeds from people's games, and we'll be doing the entire thing. And, of course, I always try to remind people that the special thing about GUI is how much you guys get to affect the game with the hot box, which takes votes in real time. Mm. Um, all you need is your phone. And we are going to be hosting our first show coming back live on the internet on Saturday. Is that going to be... How do you find that? Is that through Facebook Live? So no, actually, we're going to stream it from our uh, from our website, guishow.tv. Okay. Uh, guishow.tv. Cool. Yeah, I'll, ha- I'll this will be up by by Friday, so it will have time Sweet. for people to see it. So I will put I will put that. Uh, if I might, I, I'll probably like text you about it, Kevin, just to make sure I have the right address because I'll put it in yeah. the comments or the in the description of the episode so people can find it. And what what time is that starting at? So I believe we're going to start all like coverage on like five on Saturday because we're going to just have like a a lot of stuff that we have up in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'll update you on that exactly because um, I know we're going to start early okay. and uh, kind of go for a little while. So yeah, cool. Yeah, I definitely want to you know I'll share it and I'll try to check out check out some of it if I can as well, depending gotcha. on how to how to get to it and all that. Um, how uh. How is everybody? How about How is everybody else doing during the coronavirus stuff? Did any of you guys get the check, the the internet check, or the direct deposit check, <laughs> the stimulus? I did not get the check. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, some people like like Jess Look got it. They all got it. Yeah. My mom, my mom didn't get it. My stepdad didn't get it. Uh, I saw people that I know through Facebook got it, but I mean, people I know in real life that I know in Facebook, they had gotten it, but I don't know. I was wondering if it was like if I didn't do the if I didn't do the direct deposit right or I mean the IRS should have my direct deposit. I pay them I pay them in taxes like every month of stuff that I owe they from should, previous they years. They should have so. it on file cuz I went in I went to the website that uh that even what's his face the secretary um Mnuchin or whatever was sharing on Twitter. I went straight to that website and uh the little thing they had in um it was sell, telling me uh payment not or payment info not I don't know. I had it. Yeah, it said like not no info, or I, I've seen other people with that too saying. So I looked up the FAQ about it. And like, oh, make sure that the IRS has your routing number and blah blah blah, and all that crap. So I was like, oh, I must have to set up a profile. But that's not it. It's just if they've ever had it on file from a return that you've done in the past, they would just, I guess, default to that supposedly. Yeah. So that's what I. I was hoping maybe because I filed my taxes one week ago as of today. It was one week ago. And uh, maybe they haven't processed it yet because of the extra traffic of everything right now. But I'm hoping to get it soon because I need it. I was thinking because mine, I didn't didn't file yet this year, but I've filed for last year. So maybe they did the people who already filed this year first. And Jeremy, maybe yours just didn't make it under the the cut. Yeah. Yeah. 
So maybe that's what happened. Yeah, I was also thinking maybe it's an alphabetical thing. Maybe it's based off your social security number. Like who who fucking knows? Yeah, we were. Well, I assume it's not. It's not alphabetical because my family got it. Yeah, and I haven't yet. Well, I also like yeah. yeah. I mean, J comes before K between like Jess <laughs> and I. I mean, we're we're in the same and we're right next to each other in the alphabet. So I would think that. I know we have the same calling days or whatever. The whole thing is like incredibly confusing. Like I, I finally, I finally was able to get through to unemployment like online. So I was able to figure out whatever happened because I certified for it last week, but I never got paid for it and, and blah, blah, blah. So I had to, so I'd actually tried calling them again and now it like wasn't putting me on hold at all. It just basically said call back again another time. So that was incredibly annoying. So I just, so I got back on the IDES website and I was like, Hey, you know, I was, I actually was able to make an account and all that and look at it. And it turns out that they tried to send it to another bank account that wasn't my oh. bank account. And of course that oh got, boy. that got voided. So whatever, but at least uh, that, that extra $600, I don't know if that's per every two weeks or every week or whatever was on there for the first one. So, okay. So that's good. Yeah. I mean, that's some relief yeah, for me because I wasn't well. going to get, yeah. I was going to get anything. I was kind of, I was kind of annoyed because I was hoping I could go in and see it like notated exactly, you know, this is what you we put in for this, that, blah, blah, blah. Here's the extra. Here's what was taken out in tax. Like, yeah. That's the way it usually is with these kind of things. So I was pretty annoyed that it just listed as one lump sum without any explanation. You didn't get any confirmation. You had to kind of dig for yourself to check that you got it. Yeah. Right. And so, yeah, I got it. And yeah, I nobody mean, I'm even, happy I did. Yeah. I, I was literally just refreshing the, the page over and over again. On to make sure. Yeah. Right. Just like, please come through. Please come through because my landlords, you know, they're not being jerks, but they they have been persistent about, hey, when are you going to pay? You know, when are you going to pay? Did Did you yeah. actually get something then in your? Account? I did. I finally got something. Yeah. So okay. I paid. I mean, I'm going to pay my landlords, but I paid my like I want to pay my power, my water, and I just yeah. want to make sure all that shit was taken care of because like I don't know because that's more persistent with the next place I move and. I yeah, know sure. the total amount I owe my current lease for the for the end of the lease. So for four more payments that I owe them, that's the total amount I owe them. Yeah. So that's kind of what I'm going to try to work with them for the payment plan and and all that. So yeah, that's the real life side of not having a job. It sucks, but um, at least I'm getting something, and I know that so far. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen anything yet, but they said that they resent it. So whatever the unemployment is. So hopefully I'll get it tomorrow or something. I don't know. I actually have a decent amount of money saved up from my previous jobs. I just don't want to, I just don't want to run it dry. You don't want to start that, running that dry. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm, scared. <laughs> you know? I'm scared to spend money too. Like yeah. the money I had set aside. I just, I do not. I don't, touch it because I'm going to be, I'm going to be really, yeah, I'm going to be really sad if all my checking and savings are just gone. And that's, and it just really, it just feels like whatever I, whatever I was trying to build up is just, disappeared and that would make me very sad because i say like, the best thing to do is take advantage of you know i like could prioritize things that as far as like all the special um concessions that are being made because of the the, the pandemic like take advantage of that and prioritize your bills and just think ahead of like you know here in five months or you know hopefully sooner but whenever everything's suddenly you know back online like i don't want to have like a 500 dollars power bill or like sure like, yeah. You know, yeah. so it's like that's just kind of how I'm trying to think ahead about money is more of like a lump sum by a certain date of everything. Did you uh, did you go? Were you able to go back to work at the restaurant, Jeremy? No, I was not. Not yet. 
Oh, okay. I thought you were. But it's, it sounds like they're sort of starting to amp up a little bit. And uh, transportation's a big deal for me, too, because of where I live. Oh, I'm sure. to my job. But um, yeah. it does seem like they're starting to ramp up a little bit. And then my boss sent me pictures today, which was really cool. Like, sent everyone pictures of, like, some, like, remodeling they did inside of where I work. So that gave me, like, you know, that glimpse of hope of, like, well, he wouldn't have invested money in it if he didn't think we were going to be open again at some point to like actually, you know, take advantage of that. So not that I ever thought in my heart that the place would close down, but just with the way everything is right now, everything's so uncertain mm. that it's, it's strange to say like a picture of some new benches that were installed in the dining room, like gave me a bunch of hope today. Like made me feel a lot better about stuff. Yeah. They still yeah. have hope for, for the future or whatever yeah. you know, comes from this. Yeah, I'm just my, um, confirmation that I'll be getting unemployment. So that was good for me. Is it a is is it a decent amount or is it pretty low? Uh, it's pretty low, but the reason it is is because I'm still working part time as a writer. So I had to put that on the application. Okay. Oh, I mean that shouldn't. Yeah, you shouldn't do that though. I mean that shouldn't be part of it. I no, mean, that... I mean, I I would rather be totally clear. Like this is my situation. I'm part-time employed rather than them find out somewhere down the line and I get in trouble. Uh, I mean, I, when, you, when you say you're part-time employed, I'm just curious. Does that mean that you get paid for 20 hours worth a week or you get paid when someone asks you to do some type of work, right? I have a, a, a contract with uh, the company that I write for. And so it doesn't ask much, you know, it, it really, it's about work-wise it's about 10 hours of work a week. Gotcha. So that's okay. What I, that's what I put on the on the application for employment that I work for this company about ten hours a week, and, mm. and I get paid no. such and such. But that's the reason why I didn't. Um, why my unemployment is not a whole lot, but it definitely helps. You know, helps. Pay, yeah. I mean, it's bills and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I what it. The, I mean, the whatever you're working for the script stuff, that's probably ten ninety nine. So that wouldn't actually mean anything for towards Good unemployment. Point. I mean, I had I had the same situation where I'm not making very much because the time of the year of last year, which was earlier, the time that they're looking at was when I was only working like one job that was taxed, and that was one day a week. So it's like, you know, it's not really much to pull from from that. But but I did. I mean, I did that stuff. I did. I mean, we, we do it all the time in the film industry where I do where I was doing taking some unemployment and doing 1099s at the same time. You know, which because you can't really tell. Between the two of them. Not that anybody should do that, but I mean, I'm saying that it is possible. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, I figured that whatever, whatever they're giving you, and they'll probably still give you the 600. They should. I thought everybody was getting that. I'm just yeah. unsure about whether it's, I was confused as to whether it's every week or every two weeks. Cause I only got once, cause I'm only getting one 600 instead of two for these two weeks for these last two weeks. So I don't know. But I, but they also Same. said that they also said that it didn't start until the end until like the beginning of April. So I don't know what's going on with that. But I'll find out, and uh, we'll let everybody know on here, of course. But right, won't we all? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll find out. But I mean, it's the fact that I was able to get on there on the on the actual get actual online and look at it made me feel a little bit better about it. So so we'll see. But it, and that other check would would help too, I guess that <laughs> stimulus check. Whenever, you know, whatever's yeah. going on with the, if it's different groups or if, if some of us are getting it by mail or whatever, it's however it's going. 
You know, I thought that was one of the funniest things uh, on his way out. Bernie Sanders was, uh, he was saying before the Senate, I believe, he said, you know, so we got people that are complaining that some people might receive unemployment and get the stimulus check. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's the end of the world. <laughs> Stop the presses. This can't be happening. Yeah. Uh, and it made me think how much I'm going to Yeah. We do well, he'll still be a senator. No, that's true. I just miss him on the campaign. Uh-huh. You know, the media doesn't pay attention to it unless it's like, oh, yeah, is this like breaking news? No, never mind. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I miss I miss Bernie. He's a uh, we we did a we did a moment of silence for him last last week about but that. We should take a moment to say that you know the work still continues and um, there's all kinds of stuff we can still do. And, and my understanding is that they're maintaining some framework of the campaign to keep it going. So I don't know all the details of it, but if you do want to keep that spirit going, you can. Yeah. Nice. Well, we do have uh, some sad coronavirus news as it relates to Nintendo, though. Sure. That we should address. Lay it, go for it. Lay it on me. Uh, so, uh, Rick May, the voice of Peppy and Andros in Star Fox 64, he died of coronavirus. Yeah, week. at like age, what, 60? Or was he older? Or did I mix I him up with somebody in the 60s, else? I think. I, I just yeah. saw a picture. I don't There's, know. I mean, we're like, it's terrible, but I've read a lot of stuff about different people dying of coronavirus that I get the ages confused. I think I'm actually thinking of because there was a guy who was an election judge who actually got the coronavirus from from a polling place in Chicago who died at 60, and I think that's what I'm thinking about. But oh wow, yeah, that, this guy yeah. was 79. Yeah, because oh, he, he died like exactly no like yeah. yeah. No, no, no. But, yeah. The other guy died like exactly like 15 minutes or 15 days after the the election, like the the polling. So it was definitely from that. So it was like wow. Yeah, uh, the voice of Pepe, the the guy who made famous uh, do a barrel roll, you know. Yeah. So. Which you can still type into the search in Google, and it'll do the little Easter egg that still exists. Oh, I, I never, I never tried that. Yeah. Apparently, there's a level in uh, the Star Fox Zero that's all based around that about that line as well. It's like a secret level which I never found, but. Oh yeah. In- interesting thing about the about the guy who died. He actually only did Pepe for sixty four. He was not. He wasn't on any of the other ones. And you know, he was really touching on Nintendo 64. I, I, you know, like the moment I read that, you know, what line went through my mind? Yeah. You're becoming more and more like your father. And I was like, yeah. wow, oh, yeah, that's yeah. unfortunate. He yeah. was, he was friends with, uh, with James Fox. They flew together. Oh, yeah. With, uh, yeah, with, uh, Fox's dad. You mean James, James McLeod? Yeah. James McLeod. Yeah. 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 Oh, James McLeod. Yeah. Yeah. Who's actually a racer in F Zero. I, I never really. I don't know if you guys ever. I thought that was so weird. Oh wow! No, I didn't know that. Yeah, James. One of the one of the racers in F Zero is named James McLeod, and it's and with his hair, he sort of looks like a fox, but it's like a play on Star Fox. Even though I've talked about this on the show before, but in one of the endings of Star Fox Command, uh, was it um Falco and Fox actually become F Zero racers? So they did kind of like blend the blend the two universes together in that game, which I thought was a cool, the cool ending. They go off and do futuristic racing. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Was that uh? Was there any other video game coronavirus news, John? That you had? I didn't take a look. No, I think that was it. Yeah, that was the big one. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Fox. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Peppy Hair. It's a shame. So so whatever. If they have some sort of secret new Star Fox game coming out, 
he probably wasn't. Oh, maybe he was involved with it. I don't know. I mean, if it was secret and that, and like would have been done before. But for any future Star Fox stuff, you know, he can't be can't be involved with it now. So it's too bad. Um, well, if if there's if you guys don't have anything else to say about the coronavirus, let's talk about what games we've been playing in the quarantine. What? Why don't you start off, Kevin? What What have you been playing? Uh, while while aside from the uh, events and online events and stuff like that, what have you been doing to keep yourself sane during this time? Um, so funny enough, um, I have um been playing tons and tons and tons of Fantasy Star Online. Um, like I cannot, even though I know this is a a a Sega thing. Like I have to That's be fine. like. I cannot. I would be remiss if I didn't mention that, especially because we didn't know if the game was ever going to come to the United States. Um, so I had a ton of fun with that. And then, um, interestingly enough, I've kind of been clamoring for a game on the Nintendo Switch that um, is cro- will make this cross-platform at this point. Mm-hmm. Have any of you guys heard of Last Fight? No. Last Fight is a lot like um, uh, it, you guys remember Power Stone on Dreamcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Last Fight is pretty much the spiritual successor of that. Um, and as with like a lot of other things that like pre-exist on other platforms that are you know finally coming to Switch, I think the Switch always has the biggest capability, holds the most potential to get people to stop and play it. Um, and so yeah, Last Fight kind of like gives you like eight different you know extremely different fighters that um, you play on. Um, kind of like wide open boards that sometimes kind of adapt and you can pick up weapons along the way Hmm. um, and kind of fight people with that. And so I've been kind of closely monitoring that game and it's like, it's coming out in like a week or something like that that I'm Hmm. pretty excited for. But yeah, for the most part that, and then I have been doing some ring fit adventure because you know, um, I've been sitting at home a lot (laughs) (laughs) and I said, I've got to do something to, try to stay active and ring fits uh brand new uh, rhythm motion portion i thought was right on time yeah. the game needed a little bit of a refresher because even with me like feeling the burn and, and getting some good cardiovascular pump in the game i just started feeling like i was like dude i'm doing like the same reps and re- exercises and i was just like mm-hmm. i know this isn't making me stronger i said it's making me tired yeah. And there's a chance I'm like, you know, put, um, shedding some calories and whatnot. But I was like, I said, I'm not really like, you know, uh, giving any force resistance to my body in that way. So that was perfect. That that Ring Fit Adventure was something I played for like two or three days in a row the past week. Or so the all the all the rhythm, the yeah. Rhythm stuff. Do you play it on the Do you play it on the core mode or the uh, legs and arms? Because there's different versions of each of the songs. So I've only played it on the core mode so far. Okay. So I know I'm going to try to jump back into it, but I've been, I've been having fun with this boxing online too. So oh, okay, um, it's got some competition. Yeah. Do you uh, when you play the regular Ring Fit Adventure? Have you do you like full on run or you do you do the silent mode? Um, I don't know any other way. I've 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 done it uh, full running like the really? entire okay. time. Yeah, I was. Wondering, I didn't even know you could do it in silent mode. I was wondering if anybody. Yeah, I was wondering if anybody actually did the full on running because it seems so. It seems so dangerous to me. Like you could easily like sprain an ankle or something with the, with the way they're with just if you see like in the commercial like how you know how high they're yeah, yeah. kicking their knees up and Lifting all that their knees yeah, yeah 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 no but I feel like I I honestly feel like there's no 
And I might try to sign them because, like, some of those things might be cool for me to, like, cool down with. Mm-hmm. Um, but, no, I was really big on, like, doing the whole – even though I picked it up, was doing it for, like, a week straight, and then was like, I'm going to do it this whole month. And then I really kind of lost discipline on that for a little while. But sure. then it was just kind of fun to come back to. Um, so, yeah, no, I that had got grabbed some time off of me this past week. Obviously, I always am down to hop onto some Mario Kart we uh, had that really great night of Tetris 99, and so <laughs> anytime I have a dull moment, I turn on Tetris 99, especially now because the weight has been lifted off of my shoulders. Mm. I got I got a Tetris Maximus, you know, and I can now say I can go play Invictus, you know, Tetris Invictus. Yeah, now. yeah. And so I yeah, did see still your, I did see your um, you posted that on what was it on Twitter or Facebook I can't remember but yeah, I, I posted it on everything <laughs> yeah I saw that and I, I mean I was hella impressed uh, it was like right before wasn't it right before we did the stream like the twenty nine we were getting the, ready to do a stream we were getting ready yeah. to do a stream for something else I th- oh it was for Smash Brothers it's for Smash and Brothers I said, right? you know yeah. what I'm gonna just sit down I'm gonna get one you know I'm gonna get one Tetris effect in I mean Tetris uh. 990 yeah. and i was like i'll see you know i'm gonna just mess around with it and i'm sitting there messing around with it and then i'm pretty sure my pupils dilated i got super mm-hmm. focused and then i was just like hey this match is going pretty good and then you know how like athletes so i've, I've been like having a lot of fun with it and i'm like you know i was going through athletes focus right there and like every move just presented itself to me and i knew what i had to do and, so, <laughs> and it's, it's funny like- because I can't imagine. Yeah, I haven't gotten first, but it really is. I call it Tetris brain, but like everything in the world just like goes away and you just have this tunnel and you're like, boom, boom, boom. And you cannot. Yeah, it's like you said, you almost feel like you're seeing the future a little bit and you kind of are with the next, but <laughs> but you're kind of like thinking ahead about. Yeah, because it took me some time to get back into it. You know, I used to play Tetris a lot as a kid and they didn't used to tell you so much about the next piece and you couldn't save pieces mm-hmm. so when that type of stuff when like the new tetris has started to come out with like a lot of those capabilities and stuff like that i was just like oh this is actually you know pretty cool cuz i could start thinking about the next five pieces and what i'm going to do and which one i'm going to save and what kind of build i'm going to make um and so yeah you know tetris 99 is always in the mix there and i just bought a brand new skin for it, you know. Um, nice. I, all I ever wanted was the Splatoon one. So when I got that, yeah, everything else is everything else is a, is a cherry on top. That's just icing on the cake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what that's one you were playing with uh, on the stream. That the uh, it's very very catchy, catchy. Name. Which we we actually ended up playing Splatoon. I think because of that. Yeah, we did. Yeah. A, yeah, we did a stream Saturday night, like with John and John and Jeremy and I, and Shauna was there too, and. uh we did you know, we did Animal Crossing for a while, and then we did Tetris ninety nine, and then we did Splatoon two after that. And I actually had some people in the comments that I was playing that I was playing with in the game, so I ended up playing with one of the people that was watching us on the stream, which is always cool. But Please. Splatoon two is still a really fun game. It was a game that I kind of missed playing because all the Splatfests went away, so it was like. I hadn't played it since then, and we jumped back onto it to try it out. I was I was actually happy that I, you know, I wasn't as good, probably. I, I was a little rusty, but the controls came back to me, like, very intuitively, because I'd spent so much time playing it. I always worry about that, you know, because the controls are kind of weird in that game. But no, I remembered it pretty well. I still, still remember how to play. Yeah. I you know, of course, like, yeah. Up, yeah. Oh, yeah. I wish they'd bring the Splatfest back. Now would be the time. Yeah, right? I mean, at least there's still a lot of people on there playing it. So you got that still. 
that's the most of the game. So just to wrap up my portion, that's really what I've been playing uh, for the past week or so. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I mean that's uh, definitely keep an eye on that. Would you say though the fighting game was the last fight? Last fight. Yeah. No. And you, if you get a chance, it's uh, I think it's already up in the eShop. Um, with like previews and stuff. Oh, and it's, so yeah, it, it's a spiritual successor to uh, to uh, Power Stone. Is it coming out for Switch? You said is it multi platform? Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. And so it's already been on virtually everything else. But like, I just really feel like people that own other consoles don't they don't explore into the list of stuff that's like sold, right? So they don't go, oh, let me go figure this out. You know, like, when you're on the other platforms, they very much tell you what to look at and what to play. I feel like Switch users uh, really kind of dive into the list, and they're always open to trying something new. Mm-hmm. And because the Switch allows you to pick this up, take it someplace, and you get a lot of wireless and local play, um, you know, I think it encourages people to play this more. So I'm excited because I think it's a really good game in a way that... Um, Let's people who enjoy fighting games that don't necessarily be have to be good at what we consider traditional 2D and 3D fighting games. And if you get on it, you've got a fighting chance, right? I feel like everyone's got a fighting chance. It's uh, really fun. The characters are very colorful, even though they don't really talk a whole lot. Um, you'll fall in love with the character design. and um, We should have more fun with it than I did on other platforms. Yeah, for sure. I remember reporting on that game a little while ago that the Power Stone successor might be or was coming to Switch. Looks like it came out in January. Oh, it did come out? It's already out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, where's... Uh, I, was, I wasn't seeing it on the, on the coming soon ones. Yeah, oh, or it just came out. It's under recent releases. Oh, oh maybe that's when the... Maybe I'm reading a review from something else. Oh no, it's right here. Because because once again, people have people. This game has been out for like two years now. Yeah, it came in out general. Yeah, yeah, it came out this week. So I mean, it's pretty hot off the. Uh, yeah, it came out on the 11th for Switch. So it came out like a few days ago. But it's 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 19.99, so it's not it's not super expensive. Not expensive. Nope. Yeah, so it's on there. Oh, what what I was gonna ask you that I remembered. Was uh are you you not an Animal Crossing fan, Kevin? <laughs> Never have been. No, I don't. I don't even really know exactly what the game is about. Oh, okay, because I think you're you're one of the few people that I know that has a Switch that is not playing <laughs> yeah. Animal Crossing. Well, <laughs> it's funny because you know I make this joke now. I go, okay, so if I get on Switch, let me see how many rows of my friends are Animal Crossing, Animal uh-huh. Crossing, Animal Crossing, Animal Crossing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe Smash Brothers, Animal Crossing, Animal Crossing, Animal Crossing. Yeah. So that's got to make you curious about the game. Do you want to play it now? Not really. No. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the thing. I always try to reassure people that just because I don't find myself interested in something, that doesn't mean I don't think it has value. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I just remember one of my buddies, Kelvin, um, he used to play Animal Crossing a lot from, I think it was from the GameCube era. Yeah. Um, and he just would go on and on about how he was like making rows and rows of food, and then he was going and stealing other people's stuff, and then bringing it back to his house. Yeah. And I was just like, I will never play something like that with you. I would be so upset if something <laughs> like that happened. But um, no, you know, I never really. I think in a lot of ways, it's not even something that I was like, uh, I just never really caught the bug in a lot of ways, which I know is super weird to a lot of people. But then. 
I got so many things coming out that, you know, I was super excited about that. I basically said that I would, I have not bought a new game in the midst of all of this stuff, not wanting to necessarily revisit the coronavirus thing. Mm-hmm. But True. when this kind of happened and I knew I was going to be on a pretty strict budget, I was just like, dude, I'm not going to buy a video game until we like figure out where we are like in the world. I was like, so I'm going to be looking and watching streams of stuff. Mm-hmm. That I wanted, but um, yeah, no, I I wouldn't have got the game even if I was like, you know what? Let me give it the old college try. Let's <laughs> see what this is all about. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I understand you. Yeah, I've been in the same situation. Uh, I I had actually I purchased Animal Crossing fairly early and preloaded it before all this stuff went crazy. So, <laughs> I mean, I still would have gotten it just because it's Animal Crossing and I couldn't have resisted it. But it's like. Yeah, it's, I think it's a good game. It, I mean, it's very much Zen gaming. Like, it's like, you know, there's no time limit for anything, really, ex- aside from, like, the hours that the shops are open and stuff like that. But you can make your own You can make your own island. You can, like, hang out with people. They're all nice to you for the most part. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, it's just like this. It's, it's a nice way to, like, pretend that you have, like, you know, that life is nice and easier and all that, you know, and there's no, like, crazy <laughs> health no crisis threat, going on. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's why a lot of people have uh, have jumped on Animal Crossing because it's very much like therapeutic. This is, this is what I'd say. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's I, I know. Yeah, right now it's definitely not the time to just go buying a game that you that you don't really know that much about. But I mean, it's it's very much it, it's like a simulation type game. So I think if you never liked The Sims or anything like that, you might not be into it. I don't know. I never really played a Sims game before Animal Crossing came out, and I still still fell into it, but. It's just a, I don't know. It's it's all of its it's its own thing. Like we put we put over like a hundred hours into it already, and it's only been out wow. okay. hasn't even been out for a month yet. But it's it's just one of those games that demands that you play it every day. And there's so much stuff to do on it that you could easily play it for many hours a day. Which of course I'm sure we'll, we'll talk about to some extent on this episode as well. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to tell any tell everybody here about where to find you and and other stuff uh, aside from you said the uh, gaming under the influence is coming up? Uh, yeah, so the uh, GUI uh, GUI Show TV. You guys will be able to catch me this Saturday doing some color commentary on that. And then um, I've just been letting everybody know because it's been really easy to to kind of maintain and update the uh, I Play Games Facebook page is where we have been doing the majority of our streams and um, creating events for people to kind of enjoy. And then of course, sharing and building those with the Chicago video gamers club together. So this week, um, this week we are going to uh, close up with a GUI show and I'm probably going to uh, have a stream of a NBA jam just because I've been kind of Jones in the stop and play that. Yeah. Um, But I'm not sure which version just yet. I've got, I've got every version of NBA. I'm going to say which, yeah, I was gonna say which. What is it on? Like, well, I know it was on Wii for. You're talking about the new one, right? The new NBA Jam. So the, here we go. <laughs> this is where, how I can like show you how deep this is for me. So I have on Fire Edition on both PlayStation and Xbox, but then I have the original NBA Jam 2011. I had it on the Wii, and then what I did was I was like, "Yo, the Wii really needs an HD buff." So I completely ripped my disc and I play that on the computer. Oh, okay. And it looks gorgeous yeah. in 720. And so um, what's nice about playing it on the Wii version of the game 
is that I can change the controls to arcade control buttons. Okay. So yeah. I played a brand new NBA Jam with that. But then what I was also thinking to myself is that I wanted to kind of play maybe the classic version because everyone likes seeing the classic version. Hmm. So I'm kind of split between those two. Plus, I've got maximum heat. I've got or uh, maximum pain time, rather. I've got maximum pain time I can play, mm. you know, where I can play as the 96 Bulls. So I've been, like, back and forth on that. So I'm going to figure that out at some point. What will probably happen is the least path of resistance, whichever one is easiest for me to pop up on stream mm. and play is going to be the one that I end up doing. And, um, you know, um, I just want some people to take a look out for some of our online tournaments next week. We'll be... Uh, putting up brackets and stuff like that for things like that. You guys will see posts and you will see polls on things you guys want to play um, in some type of bracketed fashion. So um, a lot of stuff in the works. I've been really busy <laughs> trying to make some of these things happen while we, uh, you know, we've got some time off and hopefully these could be some ways that, you know, I can make some good products for, for groups to enjoy. And, um, you know, maybe a way that I can subsidize my income at the, at the same time. For sure. Yeah. No, I'm definitely looking forward to uh any sort of events that you have planned and and you're just you're gonna you're gonna stream NBA Jam by yourself, right? I was thinking when when you mentioned it for some reason I was like, Oh well which one can you play online? But I, I don't so know. So you one. may be able to play <laughs> and so once it, once again, this mostly depends on how XBL or PSM feels about these. Um you may be able to play on Fire Edition online against people, but right yeah. now I have no idea if those things are still being supported in that way. So yeah, yeah, that's what I was wondering. But I was like, but if you're just playing through it on your own for a stream, then I understand. Like, why not go back to the fucking Super Nintendo one or something, or who you know, or Genesis, depending on your uh, on how you feel about that. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, one funny note that I thought about. I thought about this is really funny. So there's NBA Jam 2K20 out as well with updated rosters. Mm -hmm. So I was really thinking about like playing out the rest of the NBA season on there. But then the other thing, it's basically a Super Nintendo ROM hack. Oh, okay. And someone oh, okay. basically oh, wow. ROM hacked yeah. that and put all of the brand new rosters from 2020 on there. Wow. But the other thing that I thought about doing that I thought would be incredibly funny considering the political climate, hmm. NBA Jam on Fire Edition. Political has parties? Barack, has Barack yeah. Obama, <laughs> Joe Biden. They've got uh, uh, George W. Bush. They've got uh, what was Bush's uh, vice president again? Cheney. Uh, Cheney. Yeah, they've, got Dick yeah. Cheney, they've got Dick Cheney in the game. So I thought it would be really funny to carry out a season. As, <laughs> so no, Bill Clinton. I was going to say I think Hillary Bill, is an on fire edition. Bill I don't is. Know if Bill is too. Bill. Bill's in there too. Yeah, Bill's I remember, been on fire. Yeah. So I was thinking yeah. about messing around with that. Well, I know that Bill is in the Wii version, and I thought those were the same. The NBA Jam, the new one, the newer one. No, so on fire edition is really kind of like the DLC boost upgrade because remember. It was only supposed to come out for the Wii. Yeah. At the time, it was only supposed to come out for the right. Wii. And then EA, being who EA is, they were like, well, let's make it a timed exclusive. It'll sure, be a yeah, timed yeah. exclusive. And we'll see if we can get people on another. And sure enough, I bought it on everything. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I 100%, I know on the Wii version that Bill Clinton is in there. And, Bennett, I, and I yeah. would think that he would still be in the other one because why would they cut it? Because I went to a production party. And they had a Wii there, and I rented, you know, back in the day when you rented games, I rented, like, a copy of NBA Jam because I really wanted to play it, but I didn't have enough money to buy it. I rented it and brought, to, brought it to this party, and basically all we did was play as the political teams, 
just <laughs> for like for like for way too long. We played for like I don't know three hours or whatever, and like nobody did anything else at the party other than play NBA Jam. But we played. Yeah, the one one of the guys who lived there, he kept playing as Bill Clinton. And kept like making comments about his dunks and stuff like that. So I know, I know that he's in there, one hundred percent. Yeah, Bill Clinton, Hillary. Uh, I know, I know Barack Obama's in there. Joe Biden's this in is, there. This is swaying me. This is yeah. swaying me a little bit here, Trey. I might, I might be end up playing the uh, on fire edition. One one of the funniest things for that is uh, Sarah Palin's in it as well, and she uh, she has a very high stat for steals, which I always thought thought was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> That, that's what she's good at is stealing the ball from the other team. Maybe you're getting political. And uh, what was yeah. it? Uh, Barack Obama had high had high dunks. He had a really high dunk uh, stats. Yep. So I remember that. Yeah, but so I think uh, who was who was the fucking the puppet guy? And I know he's dead now. He always looked he looked like a puppet who went who went against Obama the first time around. Uh, oh, um, McCain. Yeah, McCain. Yeah, he's in there McCain, too. Yeah, it's yeah, so John McCain and Sarah Palin. So it was around that time. So yeah, it's like Ross Perot. No, I, just, I oh, always alive, I think. I know he had some sort of weird thing. Uh, I always thought his arms kind of. Oh, he did. I always thought he kind of looked like a marionette or something. That's why I call him the puppet guy. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, definitely. Uh, and and what do you what do you stream that on? Um, so I'm not sure what I'm going to stream it on right now because, like I said, Facebook was poo poo caca today. I had like oh, I, I streamed on Twitch yesterday. I streamed Borderland. Yeah. I mean, it was crisp. Yeah. And so today I said, I'm going to come over and I'm going to put this up on Facebook. And, I mean, it looked horrible. I was just like, I just did all of this work on this PC to have a trash-looking stream. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I'm going to take a look, and um, I'll announce it, and I'll let everybody know. Cool. I hear you, man. I bought I bought a PC specifically to do better streams with, and I don't know. Sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. Let us know in the comments here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, no, I mean, I... For me, it's mostly just Twitch and YouTube is really the only ones I've tried. So, but there's yeah. always, I feel like there's always some complication, no matter what you're streaming on. There's always going to be something that just doesn't work for no reason, just on that particular time, whenever you plan it. So, you know, but I, but I'm definitely looking forward to see it. Like, I'll be able to find info about it on iPlay Games and all that, right? Oh, you will. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, because I definitely want to see some of the NBA and Jam stuff because those games were a lot of fun. So, everybody, look forward to that, and I'll put information about it. Well, at least like the iPlay Games website. And other stuff like that on the details for this. And thanks for coming out and hanging out with us for an hour here. Always, Kevin. man. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. It's good to see you, man. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, hopefully I'll see you in person again sometime in the future. I mean, we will. You one know, there'll day. be one day. <laughs> one day we'll be able to get back around, you know, but it, it'll be fun. I miss, uh, definitely miss doing the Emporium stuff with uh, the meetups and, and having uh, and able to do my DJ set and all that. I miss doing that stuff. So. That was a lot of fun, man. Yeah. I, I, I am very, uh, you know, kind of missing some of those days. So, yeah. yeah. Whenever whenever they open the bars again, you know, in the city. All right, cool, sure. man. Well, uh, thanks thanks for joining us. We'll, uh, I'll talk to you later. All right, guys. Have a good night. Later, Kevin. All right. Later, you. man. Later, Kevin. Okay, well, uh, let's, let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back and talk about what we've been playing. And I'm sure there'll be just a tiny bit of news that we'll get into as well. So. We will be right back. Sounds good. BRB. Cool.
Hey, hey you. It's me, Mario. Yeah, you. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon to hear our bonus shows, which happen every month. I'm a tired. Tired of all the big corporate podcasts spoon-feeding you the same old video game news on every single show. Ah, spaghetti. Ah, ravioli. Then expand! With Nintendo Main Expansion Pack. It's us talking about old games that were important to us. It's us interviewing people that we meet at conventions. And heck, it's live shows from those same conventions. It's basically everything you could want that Nintendo Main ever made. Here we go! And it's just a buck a month. That's less than a bad indie on the eShop. It's $12 a year, which is less than Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> Thank you so much for subscribing to our Patreon and supporting Nintendo Main. Just go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and... Hey, Mario, let go! He's throwing us back to the show! So long, gay Bowser! Patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast! Game over! back from break hi hello everyone what's up okay so let's talk about what we've been playing we, we i wanted to you know we talked with kevin about what he's been playing but what about us well we talked about uh you know we, we did a little stream thing on saturday where we all played animal crossing and tetris 99 and splatoon 2 and all that stuff so we kind of already talked about that i did get a new tetris 99 that i was talking up on the stream and i'll talk it up again on here i got the uh, elegant one which is basically it reminds me a lot of like the Yoshi Crafted World theme, like if there was such a one. So, so it's really cool. I enjoyed it a lot. It actually it feels like it's the one where I can tell which block is what the easiest. So I appreciate that because sometimes they the colors sort of blur blur together, and especially that like treasure map one that I had a hard time with telling what was what. So I was able to make get enough daily get get enough of the daily goals to get another one of those so that's cool i think so i only have drafted or something looks like made out of felt like yoshi uh it looks like everything's made out of paper like it's all like uh origami, origami stuff in the background there's like these there there's like stars that look like they're made out of paper and they're like hanging from string in the background as that goes past the in the theme behind the tetris thing so stuff like that so it's cool you can get it for free you just have to build up 15 points on your on your Tetris 99 and unlock it. So I got that. Uh, I beat I beat Jedi Outcast. I slayed Dasan. That's what I was almost called myself with my nickname was the Dasan Slayer. Dasan is the uh, this lizard this lizard dark side dude that you fight at the end of Jedi Outcast, and I killed him. He's dead, and I got to the end of that game. So I beat so I beat one for the week. Um, I one thing that really surprised me about the credits, and I wish I would have captured that part from whatever I posted to Twitter. 
But motherfucking Billy D. Williams was actually the voice of Lando in that game. I had no idea. He actually did his wow. voice. So the real Lando is in Jedi Outcast. That's a that's a surprise that I didn't expect. I thought he sounded pretty Lando like, but I didn't know. But yeah, he's a he was that's full on that's the actual Billy D. Williams doing doing that stuff, doing Jedi Outcast stuff. So because of uh oh and also, yeah, this goes to my other thing that I played. Since we were playing Splatoon 2, I was like, man, this online, this online battle stuff is a lot of fun. I'm like, I'm like, maybe I'll get that Jedi Academy game early and I could try some of the online stuff on it. And, uh, I got it. I went and ended up getting it. And guess what doesn't work on that game online? The multiplayer, like, so does not work. It basically quits. The game will, like, just crash whenever I try to do, uh, the free for all online multiplayer. It just kicks me out of the game and goes to the main menu of the Switch. So. That's what I found out. That was that was pretty annoying. I mean, fortunately, the single player of Jedi Academy is a shit ton of fun, so that's fine. But I really wanted to do the online multiplayer, and I was trying to find. You know, I went went searching about it online, and uh, apparently, originally, they had done crossplay with with PC gamers, and people were upset that they were just getting their asses handed to them on there because they were way better at it than than any other Switch or PS4 players were. So I guess while they were trying to separate it from the PC, they completely destroyed the multiplayer, and now it just doesn't work. So way to go, Aspire! You've uh, you're two for two here on me. You should have set your aspirations higher. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I should have set my aspirations lower because it was them. No, because <laughs> before they forgot the fucking uh, inverted inverted aiming, and now this time they forgot the multiplayer that was advertised. So next time they're just gonna completely forget to put the game on it on it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, it's a, the game. The game looks really good, like both of them do, but they're still kind of glitchy. Like, like in in the final level of Jedi Outcast, I don't know what happened, but I saved at one spot and I just could not load that game. Every time I tried to load that game, it would kick me out of the game. It would like crash the game. So, thankfully, I loaded multiple times. Like I say, or I saved multiple times, so it didn't really affect me that much. But if I was saving at the same save the whole time. I'd be screwed. I guess you could just do checkpoint and that would just take you back to the beginning of the level. But but still, it was like weird. It was just like I, this one save, one time after like 20 some hours of the game, this just one save just would not load and it would crash the game. So, And it did it like f- multiple times. Like it wasn't just one thing. So so they're all sort of, I mean, they're sort of glitchy, but they still look really good aside from that. But, and one of a, actually a, one of the one of the Twitter one of the people I follow on Twitter actually answered, said that only the power duel mode works on PS4 for Jedi Academy. So I tried that and I basically just got stuck in a lobby for like twenty minutes until I gave up because nothing was happening. <laughs> you know, it was just like it just kept saying that it needed that it needed people for different matches and I kept switching from one to another to whatever they said they needed and I never made it into any of the multiplayer online. So Multiplayer is still out for that game, but the rest of it's fun. I mean, I had a, I had a really blast. I had a blast playing the uh, the Hoth level, where you can. I'd put a thing up on Twitter of this of this uh, Wampa grabbing me, and I would cut his arm off like right after he grabbed me. So you can ride uh, Tauntauns, you can kill Wampas. There's speeders in it too. I got to a part where you're riding a speeder, and you get to cut people off of their speeders with your lightsaber and stuff like that. There's a lot of fun, fan survey ish type stuff in there. So. It's a good game, but it's the same. It's a shame that the multiplayer didn't didn't make it. I also I played some I played some Trials of Mana, the Super Nintendo one. Still playing around on that. My controller's been acting weird on that game. Like sometimes 
in the menu, it the cursor kind of just moves around at random, so that's been annoying, where it'll go, like, up or down when I'm not actually pushing anything, and it doesn't do it in the game. It's just in the menu, so that's strange. That's another weird thing that's that eight, I ran into. Eight bit dope. Yeah, it's something with the 8-bit dough. It actually did this before with my G-Bros adapter when I tried to use the classic controller on it. The uh, in the menu, it just would move like whatever the analog would just be like it was stuck up or down. Just so, in that game, yeah, just in that game, no other game, Weird. just that game, yeah. So I don't know what's going on with that. And this is the first time it's done it, and I've played it about four or five times. So, did you try it with a different controller? I didn't try it with a different controller. No, I just went with it, you know, because it's not really that big of a deal because I don't use the menu a whole lot. So it's it's just like. Whenever I wanted to save, I just hold up so it would stay to yes and not jump to no or whatever. But it's not like a game changer. It's not like it's not like Joy-Con drift. Like my character doesn't run around on his own or anything like that. It's only in the menus. So it was so it was kind of it was annoying, but it was but I still like went with it. You know, it didn't really bother me that much. But it's still like it's weird, yeah. And it's only that game that I've noticed that with. So it's strange. And also, I don't know, man. You know what they say. If every pork chop was perfect, we wouldn't have hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> you remember that line? That's a Steven Universe line. I've been watching a lot of Steven Universe the past couple of days. So. Oh, it's on Hulu, or most of it is. I think. I, I just think, got Hulu. I don't think Steven Universe Future is on there. That was like the newest, newest. The show's yeah. actually over now. It's it's done completely. I've seen yeah. every single episode of Steven Universe, but that's an incredible show. And, did uh, you see the movie? Uh, of course I did. We watched everything. <laughs> we watched all of it. We watched the movie. Actually, I think I think the ending of the I think the ending of the regular show of of the Steven of the Steven Universe show before they went to the future. I think that's better than the than the movie because the movie was was just the beginning of the future show. So it was kind of like a few episodes of the Steven Universe future. But no, that that show's awesome. I'm glad you're watching it. There's also a there's a lot of anime stuff on Hulu. We actually. Jess and I finally we finished Elfin Liade. Finally, we had watched like two episodes of that. Like. I don't know. Probably after whenever you mentioned it on our podcast where we talked about Stranger Things, but it's uh, an old show, right? It's an anime, yeah, but it, it's great. It's really good. We watched all of it. It's like thirteen episodes total, but we watched the rest of it. We watched the rest of it in a day, so we watched eleven episodes in like one sitting. So, but yeah, how how is your how are you enjoying the Hulu the Hulu trial? It's fine so far. I mean, I'm just happy to have more stuff to watch. Because I was getting sick of all the other services. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of content. I'm just, it doesn't seem like there's a great way to navigate and find new stuff on anything. And at least with Hulu, I knew some shows I wanted to see. Like, I've I've been sleeping on Bob's Burgers, so I finally get to watch that. Yeah. I've never, I hadn't watched much of that. And then, of course, yeah, Steven Universe. And then there's probably other stuff on there I'll like, too. I, I like all the old, I like looking up all the old shows, too. Sure. Yeah. There's like I said, there's a lot of anime stuff on there too, which which is what what I've been keeping it for because it has like all 800 episodes of One Piece on there. So that's a bit. That's, I think they're the only service that has that as of right now. But yeah, I forgot. Oh yeah, I wanted to say uh, this is not Nintendo, but I think my PlayStation Three is officially dead. Oh no, the one that I have. Um, it happened. So so we were trying to, we were trying to watch uh, Kiki's delivery service on it. And uh, the D- the DVD kept skipping, or it kept it kept freezing in different parts, and we sk- and we cleaned the shit out of it. And it's not that it's not that old of a DVD, so it shouldn't have been like doing that. So eventually, we just like, well, let's just switch PS3s because we both have we both have PS3s. Like I have one, and Jess has one. 
And the one that, that Jess has has just been kind of sitting in our room because it's not plugged in because I've been using the Chromecast in there. So it just hasn't been working. So we, we just haven't been using it. So I switched them out. I put the PS3, her PS3 in the living room and the DVD player is working fine on that, the Blu-ray player. And the disc was fine. So I moved the PS3 into my office room here and I plugged it in and now it doesn't come on. Like it comes on, but it's just a blank, just a black screen. And apparently that's like the red ring of death for PS3 from what I read. So I don't know if it's broken now or what, because I just I couldn't get it to like it like it boots up like it's sending a signal to the TV like you can because the TV will say like 720p or whatever. It'll say that there's a signal coming to it, but there's just no picture. It's just a black. It's just black. That's it. But it says it says there's a signal. So it's weird. So I don't know. I hope it's not dead because I had like 30 hours worth of Persona 4 on there that I'm going to lose and that game. So and all the games that I bought for. PlayStation 3. Also, I never really beat Sonic Generations that I had on there. I don't know. If anybody knows the answer, leave a comment. Yeah, or send us an email at Podcast at gmail.com. But yeah, no, that's a... Uh, yeah, the PS3 is uh, not working at the moment. So that's what I've been doing. Aside from Animal Crossing, but we can talk about... I did... Yeah, we, we can wait. I, I did uh, I did delete... I deleted Dragon Quest Eleven off of my system. That was a big... Uh, that was kind of it was kind of sad. Wow, that's but big, yeah. It was kind of sad, but also, I mean, you know, I'm I'm to the super duper boss that I can't beat, and I would have to like completely redo my entire party and go and do all of these crazy quests to get all this ridiculous extra armor and shit that I just don't see myself doing anytime soon. So I officially deleted it from the system. Plus, it's like plus it was like 16 gigs or something like that. So it was definitely I needed the space, so I took it off for that. And I read what is I re-downloaded Tales of Asperia, but I still haven't played that yet. That always seems to be the one that I re-download, but just don't actually end up not getting to yet. But I played I played a little bit of um what was it? I played I played some Grandia, some of the Grandia one last night, just for the fun of it. After watching that uh, Elfin Elfin Liade, I thought about you know playing a game that had to do with like imprisoned people by the government and all that. So I tried playing Astral Chain, but that game. Do is- you like Elfin Liade so far? I watched. We watched all of it. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. watched the whole thing. I thought it was great. No, we both we both loved it. So we were trying to watch. We've been trying to watch other anime stuff too. But uh, yeah, I, I was like, well, Astral Chain is kind of like that. I should try that game. And I played it a little bit, and I'm like, this game's way too complicated for me right now. I need to. <laughs> I need. I need like. Did Elfin Laid remind you of Stranger Things? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, that's why we watched it because you yeah. mentioned it. Actually, yeah. the guys who made Stranger Things flat out said that they were influenced by Elfin Liade, so Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. They that was I was looking up the Wikipedia about it and they said that they don't that they don't that they uh yeah, they were heavily influenced by it, which is obvious for many reasons. But yeah, I was I was just playing around with some of that stuff. I think I mean it I didn't notice a whole lot of difference now that Grandy is updated, but I think I still think it's pretty fun. As like, you know, as weird of it as it's like a three D, two D sprite thing, but I really, I really wanted some turn-based RPG in my life, so that's the one that I went to. I was like, I could, I could have went to Pokemon, but I'm still kind of saving that for whenever the new DLC is coming out, and then I'll just run through it like a couple days before because I'll be all hyped about it. That's what I was thinking about doing. But that's pretty much what I've been playing. What do you guys got? Well, I don't, I don't have a whole lot besides you know Animal Crossing, of course, but um, I did have to try Disaster Report Four because, I mean, hearing that it was sixty bucks and that it was such a 
disaster. No pun. Yeah, actually, pun intended. I was like, okay, I got to try this, and I didn't expect to play it for very long. I was like, I'm gonna. It's gonna be like a lot of demos where, you know, I go through all the trouble of downloading it, which isn't any trouble at all, really. Often I have to delete something to get a new game, like Trey was talking about, and that includes demos. But I managed to get it pretty easily, and it downloaded in like. Shauna was over. She was working on uh, something on her computer. I think she was. She had to video call. She had to call someone or something. I can't remember exactly what was happening, but Zoom call. I was like, well, I was like, well, while you do that, I'm going to uh, try this demo out. She's like, okay. Like she didn't really care, but I told her that anyway. And then I. So I started playing it, and like uh, I wasn't thinking a whole lot of it. I was just like because I, did, but because I didn't care at all. Like it was asking me to put stuff in, and I was just doing like random words, and it kind of reminded me of when we made that Fingmater site, where oh, Fingmater yeah. came from. Trey, yeah. yeah, I put. I ended up naming my character Hamdad Stain, <laughs> and I don't know how. I I totally forgot. Like it was like put these words in or whatever. Hamdad Stain. Eventually, I'm looking at. I hit the pause menu, and it shows her picture like an ID, and her name's Hamdad State. I'm just like, oh my god! <laughs> so that's why my middle name was Hamdad this week. Like, definitely, uh, the character that was going around and that trying to save people from earthquakes name was totally Hamdad. So I don't know. Next time there's an earthquake, if you're freaking out, look for someone named Hamdad. How they probably know what's up. They're probably the main character. How long did you uninitiated? Can you explain what Hamdad stains? means it doesn't mean a dang thing it was just like it's just random these words and like i just put in random words like oh just random words gotcha like it was like ham dad like i don't know because i was using my switch to put in the letters so i was just like three letter (laughs) words like really fast like it wasn't really and the ham dad was what you went to (laughs) exactly (laughs) how long how long did you play the demo for i probably played it for i played it until i got to uh well i died and it, it uh it actually kicked me out so i just got to the point where you rescue all the students and then they're like um go through this like you have to climb under this debris or something and and so i was like i'd been making good decisions the whole time but i only i had almost no energy left because i got hit by a telephone pole and um and uh they were like who should go and there's the lady that was the chick that was crying because she was scared i was like fuck it i'm just gonna be mean finally i was like send the one that's crying first yeah and then so they're like no we're not gonna do that like they wouldn't actually do it also i had said like i had said the teacher was cute and that's why i was helping her out like because you can make a decision based on because it gives you like eight decisions for each thing sure it's such a it's such a dumb game but I would just like what what could happen. Like I couldn't look away. That game literally is a disaster, and like it's really hard to like stop playing. And the only reason I stopped playing was because because you died. It, it, it didn't even say anything. It was just like returning to main menu or something like that. And then all of a sudden, like all my progress was gone. And I think that I died. I think that the earthquake happened while I like another shake happened while I was going through the tunnel, hmm. and I was supposed to dodge or something, and I didn't. So I lost that last little bit of energy. But there's no sort of like game over screen. It was just like returning to main menu, and then all of a sudden, like I just yeah. yeah. So I already, polished. I already, yeah. Yeah, I already deleted it. But it was, I mean, there was there was some cool stuff, and don't get me wrong, like it definitely feels like a city right after an earthquake. I've never been in one, but it does have that feeling of like panic, and nobody's really sure what to do. And but the the it's all fetch quests. I mean, it's just a, it's a fetch quest game. That's all it yeah. is. So. I thought some of the effects of like the buildings falling down were actually pretty cool. They look pretty yeah. Cool. Oh yeah. Uh, but it's just like it seems like they worked a lot on that, and then not a lot on 
all of the little stuff in between. It's almost like they had a, were a small studio trying for a big budget game and they just couldn't. But it's the it fourth off. one. Yeah. I, yeah. That's like, the thing. Like, uh, so like, even if you like run towards the camera, like if the camera is like stuck in a spot or something, you know, cause there's a wall there. Like it's the, one of the most terrifying things, your main character just running at the screen and her entire face just like engulfs the screen and like go inside <laughs> of her head for a second. And like, just some very like N64 type like uh, clipping things that are happening in that game that that are yeah. really creepy when you've got this level of graphical detail, which isn't great. With, <laughs> I get I get what you're saying. It's like they 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 went for a realistic style, and that brings out the jank even more. Oh yeah, I think that's the. I told you though. I mean, I'm pretty sure that that's the selling point of these games is the jank. The like jank. that's why people yeah. play it, and it's and it's supposedly like. The story can go so many different ways that that's sort of why it is because it's just like so many different outcomes. And it's I actually like, might, I would maybe buy it if it was like five to ten dollars. I might buy it. Yeah, sixty. Maybe not in these a, times, yeah. but sixty dollars. Hell no. Sixty dollars is like a, I think is the sixty dollars is just like the the punchline of the entire joke. <laughs> it's I such agree. a huge uh, asking price. Maybe it's a joke and they just give you the money back after you buy it. I, I don't think so. I played it for about an hour, and the thing that I did the most for the whole hour was, okay, there's a yell button in the game where he'll just go, uh-huh. oi, yeah. oi. Uh-huh. I did that. I was just doing that the whole time. I'd walk up to somebody's face, like, mm-hmm. oi, right in his face. But that was the most fun that I had with that game. Oh, yeah, I forgot you could choose your, yeah, you could choose, like, certain elements about your protagonist. And, yeah, I was playing, playing as the woman. But yeah, like I did the exact same thing. I would go up to someone who was like, the lady was like, where are the students? Like, can you help me find them? And I, and I chose the thing of like, she's cute. She's actually just my type. I should help her. And then I chose that. And then I immediately ran up to her face and just started going, oi, like into her face. And uh, obviously that doesn't affect the gameplay, but it's still just the absurdity of it all is fun. And yeah, the, the uncanny Valley nature of all the characters, like they, they wanted it to be serious and it ends up just looking like, I don't know, like an, some kind of weird acid trip or something. Yeah, it might be a game that fits in the category of so bad it's good. I don't know. I, I think Pri- I agree with the, you. Five, it's the price. Yeah. If it was right, a, like I went yeah. and saw the room, like, but I didn't pay full price. I went to an art theater and paid like five bucks to see it. You know? Yeah, like, sure. The room's a great, a great movie, and maybe if I were in a bigger city, and it was more around the time when everyone got excited about it, I would have paid full price. But. I would much prefer to pay a reduced price for something that's so bad it's good. Agreed. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I would even probably, if I had a job, so I, I would go like 20 bucks for that game, maybe. If it, if it has like a lot of replayability, it would be worth it. I'd, I couldn't even get through the demo, but I'd like to try it again. Maybe I'll do it on a stream or something. Something fun like that. But yeah, so of course we talked about playing Tetris 99, uh, played with Kevin and Trey and a few other people through the Facebook stream. And I think me and you and Kevin were all kind of trading places, like getting into first place. So I don't know if that means we have the same skill level or what, but you know, it was, it was pretty fun competition. I thought I was having a really good time with it. And that same night we ended up meeting with uh, one, two, three, four, five, five people all met up with us and we played more Jackbox. So mm. that's why I had to leave that stream. And then I ran the Jackbox thing through the switch and the uh, Facebook messenger. And we had a bunch of people that joined us that night. And that was a lot of fun. Mm. Nice. You're really stretching that nine cents. Well, I ended up, well, I did, I guess, yeah, it's nine cents. Cause Shauna played, paid for uh, <laughs> the other game. So yeah, I've only spent nine cents on it, but uh, yeah, you got, she, the, it was 20. The one that you got. Yeah. Oh, okay. But uh, I'll, uh, 
I did spend that twenty dollars that so you know a benefactor, a, a fan of the show, gave us a twenty dollar credit, which we talked a little bit about on the last episode. And I hadn't, as of last week, I had not spent the money. Uh, mostly being kind of like we were talking with Kevin earlier, just kind of like hoarding my finances and even my e finances, like not really wanting to spend anything until I had a little more certainty. But I just kind of like convinced myself, and I, admittedly, I'd had a few drinks. You know, I was hanging out with Shauna. We'd been playing Tetris all night, and I was just like, you know what? I want to play something besides Animal Crossing because I can't rip myself yeah. away from that game. Like it's like running my life in some ways. I feel at times because it's replaced my job. But uh, we've talked about that. Like I could get. Let's just try to do kind of like John did and stretch this out. And I've had my eye on the Sega collection for since it first came out. So I finally just said, "Fine." Tw- what was it, like twelve dollars. And yeah, yeah it was like eleven ninety nine. I'm happy. Yeah. It's got a lot of RPGs on it, which aren't going to suffer because I do know I did notice there was lag when I tried to play Sonic and altered beast. There definitely is some input lag. So that's something I had seen people complain about a little bit, but uh, it doesn't seem like on the, especially altered beast. It didn't seem like it was that big of a deal, but Sonic just felt a little weird. Like I couldn't like blaze through it. The first few stages, like, you know, on autopilot, like I had as well. Yeah. It's really weird. Uh, I find it so weird that they haven't tried to fix that lag. Like there hasn't been an update. It's been it's been out for over a year, but you know that that seems so strange. They haven't tried to patch that in some way. But I've gone through. Yeah, I've gone through all the titles, and you know, I think the presentation's super slick. And I'm probably retreading territory we've already covered here because John bought it uh, around the time it was released. But um, the presentation's slick, and and it's got a lot of the features of you know like. It's got the rewind feature that the Switch ended up adding eventually. Um, I think that the Sega did it first in, in this collection. That rewind feature is great. Um, I played pretty far into Altered Beast just for the nostalgia's sake of it, you know, for the music, for the just just because I love that game. And and uh, even though the controls were frustrating me a little bit, the lag rather having that rewind feature did make it, you know, made it more fun. And uh, and so I got that, and I've been playing through. You know, I've been checking a lot of stuff out. I think that maybe how I play Fantasy Star Four. I do own the actual cartridge, but that may be how I end up playing Fantasy Star Four. So I think just to have that, just that game alone on my Switch that I can have access to, and I can play, and I can do quick saves and stuff, justify the price. So for sure, it's, it's a good, like it's a good game. There, right? I forget how many. Yeah, there's a lot of games, and they're not all great. But there's a lot of good games in there, and yeah. I still have yet to really sit down and put any serious time into any of them. I was more just wanting to run through the interface, um, yeah, and then boot up each game for each at least a second. Like Columns, that game's not fun. <laughs> I was like, no, I remember like trying to play Columns back in the day, but yeah, it's it's just like even worse version of Dr. Mario. That's kind of how I feel. Yeah. And I'm not a huge fan of Dr. Mario, as I've also said previously on the show. I mean, I don't hate it, hate it, but Columns is just much worse. So fuck Columns, but everything else was fine that I played. Um, There's probably some stinkers on there, but I didn't play too far into any game to see that. Uh, Yeah. So, but yeah, I bought that with also with the intention of like, well, there's some multiplayer games on there too. So maybe Sean and I will play something at some point, but. 
Yeah, and uh, it was it's fifty games. So I got that, and then I also bought a game I've had my eye on since it first came out, which was Steam Steam Dig. Let's try this again. Steam World Dig Two. Yeah, actually, I got the first Steam World Dig for free. Or not really for free, but as part of the humble. Yeah, bundle. it wasn't a humble bundle. Yeah, so I've not really spent money on the franchise yet, but I really liked what I played of that, and uh, two got like rave reviews when it came out. And it got a lot of really good reviews because it was more. Co- I think it was more cohesive. Like, yeah, they had a level it's design. A, it's like a it. real game. Yeah, yeah. So that in the helped. sense of like, there's a beginning and an end to it. I guess it's not as it's not all randomly generated and stuff. So huh. I played a little bit of that, and at first I was a little had a little bit of mixed opinions about it. But now that I've played, I probably put about thirty or forty minutes into it. I'm starting to really like it. Hmm. So it's actually it would be my pick of the week as far as new stuff I bought. Uh, SteamWorld Dig 2 is a great game, and I'm loving it so far. Um, and it's also a nice respite from what we're all going to talk about a lot here in a second. But no. Oh, yeah. Like I said, yeah, Tetris 99. I got 7th a couple more times, so I'm starting to feel like 7th is like my... 7th is your spot. ...is my best place I could ever get. But I get it a lot. I've gotten it five times in the past few weeks. So, But yeah, as far as games I played this week... Oh, and I played... I found the, out that I do own Tetris Attack. I own the cartridge of Tetris Attack oh, on cool. uh, on Game Boy. Well, I do have it on Super Nintendo. But I had bought it on the Game Boy a long time ago and forgot. And I actually was looking for my W2s, my old W2s. <laughs> and you found that. And I was going through some fi- some like uh, drawers I have where I put files and stuff. And yeah, Tetris Attack was just sitting there. You were going under the taxes itself. and Tetris was in there? Kind of, yeah. Maybe that's what it was. But yeah, the the, the cartridge was sitting loose at the bottom of this drawer, and I'm like, when did I buy this, and how long have I had it? Like, I don't even know if I remember buying it. But yeah, I played that a little bit on the on the Game Boy, and hell yeah, that's fun. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's it. Did you did you play it on one of your nice? Of course you did. On one of your nice SPs, right? When your Game Boy advances, I actually played it on. Yeah, I played it on. The uh, sponge I played on SpongeBob one for a little bit just because nice. I was wanting to show that off to Shauna. With all uh, with everybody talking about like Final Fantasy VII remake and all that, I thought about playing Final Fantasy V on Game Boy Advance because that's the one that I was playing before the one I was playing at work before the pandemic hit. So I still kind of miss playing that. So maybe I will. I would say I did coincidentally. I did delete Final Fantasy VII right after the remake came out because I haven't played it in over a year, I guess, and. I needed room for the Sega game, the Sega collection. Do you have Do you have any interest in that game in the remake? I would. I might go back and play through the demo a couple more times. I didn't. The demo didn't impress me that much. Sure, it yeah. looks great, but this is. I just wasn't super a huge fan of like the gameplay style. Yeah, this. Well, we talked about this before, and I want to. It's a Nintendo thing, but I just want to rant about it for a minute. This is the thing that pisses me off about that game. And I'm sure you. I'm sure you read the, or you read the review of from US Gamer. Or you listened to Axe of the Blood God talk about it. But the remake is only like the first five hours of the game of of the original Final Fantasy VII game. So I'm like, how many fucking versions of these are they going to do? Are there going to be like ten Final Fantasy remake games? So it's it's episodic, right? It's episodic, yeah. but it's sixty dollars. Like how many of these are wow. the how many how yeah. many of the, how how many of these are gonna are one. they gonna fucking make because they're basically the remake is the first five hours of the game of this PlayStation game stretched into like thirty hours. They're doing with it what 
Yeah, what they did with The Hobbit. <laughs> and the, when they made the movies out of it. To it's the, like, to the extreme. Yeah, yeah, let's make people pay three times. To, to Which, that would be my... I think there's going to be like theory. ten of them. Three to four. <laughs> three to four of them. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I don't like. I'm like... I'd, I'd I'd feel like more interested in buying it if it was the whole game and one thing. I don't want to buy it like three or four times. Or even if it if it is episodic, like include that as free DLC when the new stuff. Comes yeah, out. or make it like fucking twenty bucks or something. And so it's it's just ridiculous that they're gonna. How many of these are they gonna release at sixty dollars? That just sounds insane. That's why I don't. I I'm just yeah. That's me on Final Fantasy VII remake. I think it's dumb that they're doing it that way and that basically they're adding a whole bunch of like stupid filler in there just so they can make a whole bunch of versions of it it really sounds like they're trying to milk people anybody nostalgic for that game just trying to milk them for what they're worth and in a time of crisis too shame on you square shame on you well to be fair they were planning (laughs) on doing that long before the pandemic i I know i know i'm just giving a hard time like they they knew at the moment what was it was it the ps3 when they debuted, like the video rendering capabilities with the uh, with the Final Fantasy Seven uh, intro, they did, but they actually had no intention of making a remake at that time. Well, they didn't, just, but then yeah. after the response, it was to blow like, up hmm. about it. Yeah, yeah, and that's probably been in development since then. I would say, sure, and, and at least on paper, maybe not physically in development, but no, the, the I I don't know. I can't get behind it. At sixty dollars, especially, I just it, it's exactly like you say, Trey. I feel like it's not a complete game. Pr- pr- being predatory with people's nostalgia and yeah. and why does it have to be sixty bucks? Yeah. They said it's going to be how many parts? I'd, at least three. They haven't said yet. I'm three. I'm just telling yeah. you that the one that's out right now only covers like maybe the first six hours of the regular PlayStation game. Like you don't even get out of Midgar, do you? No, yeah, you don't leave Midgar. It's like the very. It's like before. It's before you even get to the fucking world map. Think, think about that. So I mean, yeah, like I mean, for anybody who's played an RPG, you know, like the part where you get to the world map and it's like, oh, I can go to all these different places. You don't even be like if yeah, if it was Final Fantasy VI and like you bought the first game and it was just like after the guy goes under the ground in the desert and, and in his castle. Uh, then the game ends. I figured it would it's just like, be what's going to happen next. I figured it'd just be the part, just the part with Terra and the guys in the in the robot suits. Yeah, fix and wedge in the cave, and that's it. It's just the cave, yeah. <laughs> it's just the cave and the and whatever the Esper in the very beginning. Yeah, I don't know. It just seems like uh, that's why I can't. I, yeah, I can't yeah. get behind it because it's like so. It's not a complete game, and I don't. Yeah, I don't. Understand. I'm also not their target audience. Uh, yeah, also, I tried I to get into f- seven. Even when it first came out, yeah. even back then, I just wasn't, you know, having come off the hot off the cusp of Final Six. Fantasy VI and yeah. how much I loved it, I just couldn't get into seven. And then years years later, I've tried to go back to it three or four times and never able, never able to focus. So I beat, I'm definitely yeah. not going to buy sixty dollar version of it. A sixty dollar version of part of it, a remade yeah. part of it. Yeah, just buy it for Switch if you really want one, like a. You can get it, what, it's like 20 bucks. It's been on sale a lot. I think it's 20 bucks regular, right? The regular price. But just get it on Switch. You can play the whole game. And the game's like 60 hours. So that's what I'm... I mean, it's weird that people are playing it who have never played Final Fantasy VII. They're like, I'm going to play this and I'm going to play the original. And I'm like, you're going to realize that the original has a lot more stuff to it than this one does. You know, it's just like... It's just so bizarre that they... Maybe they made it too, but I mean, if... With like the small amount of stuff that they're covering in this one, it seems like they're going to make 
I don't know. It makes them see like they're going to make like 10 of them if that's, uh, you know, if it's going to, I don't know. That's just and my. And it's going to take like 10 years. Yeah. There's my Final Fantasy VII rant right there. I just, yeah, I just, I'm not. I'm not into it. I mean, I'm not really in any way, shape, or form into buying a new PlayStation 4 game, but I would consider it if it was actually a complete game, but I don't think it is at all. And I think it kind of ends, it even sort of has like a weird cliffhanger ending because it's not, it isn't a complete game. It's just the first chapter of a game, which is just so, yeah, the pricing of it just seems weird. And I don't really, I don't have nostalgia for 7 either. Like I was really, I was really envious of all the people who had PlayStation 1s when it came out. But I played through all of it later on my PlayStation 3, and it ended up being a disappointment to me. Like, I think I overhyped it, because when I played through the whole thing, I thought it kind of sucked in the end. So, I mean, maybe it was just, maybe I expected too much out of it. But when I finally beat it, I was not happy with the final product. So, whatever. But, yeah, is that all you've been playing, Jeremy? Yes. Well, my only better news, we already talked about doing Tetris 99. Um, So, the only thing I got is that uh, this week I finally got the drift you got pro the drift. Procon drift. Ooh. Procon. Oh, not you got it on the on the pro controller. Oh no. I got it on the pro controller. Oh, yeah. Fudge. I noticed when my Animal Crossing character started walking down and to the right all the time. Mm. It's like, oh jeez. Yeah. So it's getting worse every day. I'd say this is the last maybe three days or so. It was a little bit the other day, and then today it was just happening. Oh. I don't know if I if I took my thumb off the controller, he was walking out of, of Nook's cranny on his own. <laughs> really annoying. So I don't know what I'm going to do about that. Because well, you know, I mean, I think, you you already know how to call Nintendo. You did it multiple I times do. and send it back. So I do. You can do that but again. I th- I'm, I'm not going to do it because I I don't think anybody should be using the post office or UPS or whatever at this time if they don't absolutely need to. <laughs> and so I'm not going to do that. But when this is all over. I'm absolutely going to send it back in one more time. Yeah. So, but yeah. what will you play with in the meantime? Like you're uh like you're you'll have to like put the Joy-Con on the dog face or something. Oh, to I get mean, it to work. I'll keep using it. It's just an annoying thing. And I I did play a couple other games. I didn't notice it messing with my Mario Maker or anything. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Well, if it's well, like I'll, a- I'll live with it. It'll probably get worse and worse, but that uh, 8-bit though is looking pretty good. So, yep. Yeah, the only trouble I had was like I was saying with the uh, just just with playing Trials of Mana, where it kind of like gets sort of crazy on the menu. But that's the only game that did that. So let's yeah. let's let's talk about Animal Crossing then, right? Sure. Say something real quick since I had, or say mine first because I didn't have to say much. Sure. Okay, so about my name, uh, my nickname was Tiny Tigers, right? Uh, so I've been watching a lot of Tim and Eric recently. I've been binging, binging Tim and Eric. Uh, <laughs> they have a skit where Tim, for no apparent reason, can uh, make tiny porcelain tigers appear out of midair. And this is a skit that I just saw again like last week. And then two days ago, I got a gift from the sky and it was a a tiny porcelain tiger. So I was quite <laughs> amused that suddenly I could hit a button and make tiny porcelain tigers appear out of thin air. Wow! I thought you were—I thought you were going to make some sort of Tiger King reference or something like that. 
That's a deep cut. No, but I did watch that show. Yep. You did? I, I haven't seen it. So once you, is that one of the ones, have you checked to see if you can buy it through the Nook ATM? Like, could you really buy like a ton of tiny tigers and run all around and I don't think you, with them? I haven't seen them in there. Well, one, no, you, well, you have to encounter it first and then you can, like it becomes part of your catalog. No, because I, I know. Check the catalog. Yeah, I, I could probably, but you can't buy it if it was something that was delivered by balloon. Yeah. Oh, you can't okay. it. Right. You have to find it in the store. Oh, is that how it works? Yeah, it'll it'll be listed, but it'll say not available for purchase. Oh, yeah, because some of them you can rebuy, like if it's a clothes or or a couch or something that you bought in the That's store. That's how I go the skeletons it. and uh, like the anatomy models and stuff that I have. Yeah, from the sky. Yeah, well, Jim, no, I got them through the, the, the shop. Through shop, and you could them. buy yeah. multiple copies. It just got a tiger, and she like built the whole room around that. Like it's her, it's her tiger room in the back. She got a oh, tiny she got tiger. tiger. Yeah, she got one a while ago, but she built a whole room about that. It's like the tiger room is in the back of her house. Nice. I got something else from this guy today as I was playing. Um, you know, you like you only get so many gifts, like actual gifts, furniture, whatever. Yeah, but throughout wait. the day, and then everyone. I was just gonna say we we forgot to say it, but aren't aren't we all happy that we don't get eggs from the sky anymore? Oh or, yes. or anywhere else. Amen. The, the egg. I sort of am, but do you I guys actually? Well, it ended up benefiting me that there were a lot of eggs. I was like, "Did you?" Oh yeah, I sold those. Yep. Yeah, just just that too. Yeah. She made them all into stuff, like made them into whatever and sold them. So I think you yep. can get more for making them into something. I made a bunch of what the uh, the roly poly bunnies because I used four of each. Oh, oh the uh, the teeter totter thing. The, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Weebly wobbly and the uh, and the dress. The dress was three of each. So yeah. The egg, the egg dress. Yeah, so you could just make shit and just sell them. I haven't liquidated mine yet, but thinking about it. But yeah, I, I don't. I'm not missing the eggs. I'm happy that they're gone. But what did you find in the sky? In the sky, I got thirty thousand bells. So that was the largest that I've gotten from the sky Damn. so far. Oh, nice. I, I got I got Random. one of those. I've gotten a thirty thousand bell like one time, but yeah. I got it. Uh, yeah, I think I got 30 once. Yeah, and it was really just, it was random. I was like, holy shit. Mm. Which is the yeah, amount you get like, from Money Tree. Well, yeah, it's like 20,000 technically because you buried 10,000. I was extra oh, surprised because it was late in the day too after I thought, okay, now I'm just going to get like clay and iron all the time like you normally do. Mm. But yeah, so um, with the tiny tiger, I decided to put it in my fairground. I've been building a fairground and I have to say it's 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 coming up, even from the last time that you guys played it. I'm pretty proud of it. Mm. Uh, we got like I got like ropes going, like you know those velvet ropes that you have to no. get in to get to a place. So I got that system going, and I got portage ons, and it's pretty spectacular. You're portable. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm portable now. I put a portage on in the back of my island, like on this little like rock area that sticks out. There's I a- put one by the uh, campsite. There's a portage on. There's a sink that looks the same as the sink that we had in our airbnb in japan and there's like a boxing bag there's a microphone there's a little cushion that you can sit on i also put a stereo out there so i can listen to music on the rock i also put all my all the fish stuff that that john that john gave me thanks john i put it i put it all on this other beach that's at the back of my island that uh it's my secret beach i put like the holder of all the fishing poles and the cooler and like the fish drying rack out there and also same thing yeah and also put like uh the lifeguard chair on one of the other, because I have a bunch of different stuff that sticks out of the back of the island. I was like, I'll just start putting shit back there. So that's what I've been doing. Yeah, I've got like a little, I try to make the island like really nice and everything. And then I've got my little fishing 
corner with like okay maybe that's what like where I I kind of didn't look after it so much so I got like the trash bags over there it's a nice little fishing shanty I guess mm-hmm. um, then I also made an orchard I got all the different fruit and I started putting the trees in a row yeah I have that I have a line of them by my right in front of my house like to the left of my house I have I haven't figured the out the fruit trees, trees. how to do that because anytime I try to place a tree it never lands where I want it to go well, I mean, so just just dig, the hole dig it up. Yeah, or yeah, you could do that too. Dig the hole. Oh, so well, it, it doesn't ever ask for a hole when I plant a tree. It, it, you don't have to have a hole, but if you oh, dig, but you but mark it with the hole. If, yeah, if you dig the hole okay. first, yeah. But if you dig the oh, hole, you know you know where it's going to go. Cool. Well, and also you I'll can to rearrange some stuff. You can also do. I mean, eating the fruit and digging them up is how I found really easy to reposition. But yeah, it, it definitely helps if you dig a hole and then be like, okay, this is where I'm going to put it, and then you plant it there, and it'll go exactly where you want it to go. That's what I'll have to do, yeah. I did that for my bamboos and area on the top right of mine, where I've been keeping all my fancy shit. It's my chill-out area. The last big thing that I did was I finally started making some paths. And so I have paths going all over the island now, starting right from the entrance. There's three different kinds of paths going three different ways, and so they lead to all different places. Mm. But the one disappointing thing I found out is that you can't do paths on a diagonal. If you want to do a diagonal, you have to do, like, a staggered, like a stair step kind of. Like design. a stair step. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. You can't just lay a straight path diagonal. I guess because it's tiled the way it is. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder. They could have that. like. They could have like instead of having a square for a tile, they could have a triangle, and then that connected can make a straight path. You know. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. that they can fix that in an update because it looks kind of ugly. Maybe do a diagonal path template, even if you like, like you're saying, if it had to be a different right. shape. Uh. I mean, even yeah. like even cutting the cutting like the streams and stuff like with the water, that in itself is hard to make a diagonal shoreline because you have to be like pixel perfect in the exact right place for mm-hmm. it to cut and make a diagonal yep. one. Like I tried so hard to make my river like a complete like solid line, and eventually yes. I just gave up because it was just too difficult. Because you have to be at this right spot for it to do it, and if you do it wrong, you'll add like another corner to it, and eventually it's just like, eh, I'll leave it. I've had enough, you know, because you're just because it keeps getting bigger and bigger, and you want don't want to fix it. And uh, it's, I wish it did like block by block, like uh, yeah. That's why I play stuff like Dragon Quest Builders. It's just as as a relief to the way that Animal Crossing stuff goes. Like I thought that maybe you would do that, Jeremy. Just go to Minecraft because you know it works better, like the modeling does on that, than it does in Animal Crossing. And it's kind of like a relief where it's like, oh, I can build like ten things at once, and. I can make this thing. I can actually aim for a specific like block of poly, you know the polygon block that yeah. I know exactly. I've where tried to, put to go. It I've tried like to that. go back to Minecraft, and it feels so different that I'm just kind of like definitely happy to take a break from it. It's yeah, yeah. The crafting's better, but I don't know. It's just it's like super overwhelming. At least Animal Crossing, you know, it's got a, it's got a pretty strict framework to how how things are laid out from an overhead view. Yeah, you know, it's a forced perspective that everyone's going to see. I guess is what I should say. Sure. Well, you don't have to but deal with wish angles that you stuff. could see. It would make it easier to to build outside if you could have the overhead view that you can have when you're inside and just grab mm-hmm. the item and place it wherever you want. I don't understand why you can't. Yeah, that. that would help too. Yeah, maybe in a future update. I'm just I'm really hoping. Hopefully, I'm getting tired of making one thing like over and over and over again. Like they really need to do like where you can yeah. make like fifty at once or however many you have. Mm-hmm. You know, like ten at once. Because it just really gets – and I – you know, I was trying to just like – I'm like, well, I want to make – I'm like, I have like a shit ton of Nook of nook miles. Like I want to just trade them all in and make money off of it. 
And I got it to where I got 35 uh, Bell tickets. Yeah, it takes a fucking long time to do that. Yeah, it takes forever, and it's fucking boring as shit. (laughs) I I was watching YouTube videos on one monitor, and I was just hitting it over and over again, because I did that too, actually, today. Yeah, I did the same thing. I had Nick Miles for close to 300,000 bells, and I I just like... Yeah, I did the same thing. I was watching, like... I was watching wrestling and like just doing and just doing those miles like while I was watching it and I'm like this is uh, I'm like these are both kind of boring because of the chronic. I'm a little afraid but, because yeah. <laughs> I you know I'm filling up that whole card like I did end up liquidating a lot of my nook miles I'm down to like 10,000 but like I'm scared that you're going to start stop getting the big payouts but it doesn't look like there's anything left to buy other than the tile patterns, which I've already bought a few of those. Yeah, I already bought all of those, and there nothing and else seems that after. important that yeah. you couldn't just grind some normal like daily tests for a while if you really wanted another Godzilla or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I, I bought like I bought I, I got thirty five Bell tickets, and I still have like twenty thousand miles. So it's like. And I think I got down to like seven thousand, and now I'm at twenty thousand again. It's like so easy to to make miles, especially when you're doing the bigger achievements where you give like get like two thousand, three thousand per thing or whatever. That it's not really. I don't know. I I didn't feel like miles were ever really that limited for me. I felt I didn't know what to expect with each of the upgrades and stuff, like because they kept throwing new stuff in there. And you know, and you and you guys had kind of given me a warning last week about the terraforming. Like, make sure you have some in the coffer. So I just didn't yeah. spit any for the whole week until, well, you know, the, the few days until I sure caught up with you guys because I actually did catch up. Mm-hmm. Like the very next time I turned on Animal Crossing, like it showed me the credits. So, but yeah, I bought a couple of those things, but I really only cared about the custom tile and, of course, you know, the the water and the the cliff tool, but. Yeah, I, I just everything else on the Nook Miles anymore just looks like I'd rather just yeah I'd almost rather not even go to the islands anymore. Maybe just once in a while, but I'd rather just trade it off for bells directly at this point. Yeah, well, I actually I have an island related story. I didn't think this could happen, but I'm sure maybe it's happened to you guys before. I went to an island with no bugs at all. Yeah, yeah, that's a thing. That's one of the ways that not the a single bug island works. It's though there's no, I mean, there's no bugs. No, so, no, you have yeah. to make sure that there's bugs in the first place. Otherwise, you're going to waste your time by setting the island up. I didn't, I didn't know it was a possible thing because I just went to this island and I just knocked all the trees down and stuff. And it was just like, there's no bugs, like nothing at all, like not even a wharf roach or like a beetle or anything. Like it was eerie. There was like nothing fucking there. And I was trying to do it for Fleck, you know, because he's in my town right now. Mm-hmm. And I wanted, to, I was just going to go catch a bunch of tarantulas and get like 300,000 again, like I did last time. And I went to this fucking island and there was nothing there. And I also realized we both, I didn't realize this before, that tarantulas don't show up until after seven. So I couldn't have found any mm-hmm. there anyway. Because it wasn't, because Jess went to the, she went to the perfect tarantula island and it was all butterflies because there's no, because it was too early, you know, like the, she went to the same place that I was at with all the bamboo where I traded them all for 300,000. So I went to a bugless island. I basically cut, caught as many fish as I could and just traded that in, but I only made like 12, like I only made like 16,000. It was so sad when I came back, but it still is more than what it would be to just turn in that money for bell tickets or whatever. Yeah. So, that would have been 12,000. Yeah. 12,000. So, I mean, I still made something, but it didn't make that much and it felt like such but a the waste. the time you spent on it. Yeah. You might've made more nook miles that you could have yeah. traded for more bells in that time. But, uh, I have a, I have a total of seven inclines now in my town. I'm a little, I think I have, I think I'm, I have all those inclines that I want. 
you're fully inclined. I'm fully inclined, I think. <laughs> I mean, I, I made a bunch of cool ones. I have like a secret back one and like the one the one to my like uh I put them all over the different the different place and I like where they're all out until until I decide that I want to do another one, but I think I'm okay right now. And I'll try to pay off for the second floor. But one of the most interesting things I think I did about Animal Crossing this week was I uh I did a little bit of so I fucked up accidentally. You know, like when you go around and you find the shiny, like the shiny area that you dig that has the money in it or whatever. Yeah. I did that. And then I accidentally covered the hole without burying the money. So I didn't plant the I tree. I did that the first two days. Both yeah. times I did that. Where I hit the Y button instead of hitting the Yeah. And I was pissed off about it. The menu. I was mad about it. So I basically, I quit the game and I went I really back. Quit. No, I, I did. I did the, uh, I went around Rossetti because Rossetti's not there anymore. And it worked. I quit the game and came back and rebooted it, and it was it started back when I was at the house, and I was able to go back and dig up the money and do it the right time this time, which okay, is so that's good to know. I, I yeah. was too scared to do that. Which is so well, I was mad about it, so I just quit it, and I was like, I'm just going to see what happens. So I quit and went back, and it it auto saves like every like couple minutes or whatever, and it hadn't auto saved yet, so it started whenever whatever I had. It was like there was a rock that I mined right before that that was saved, but it didn't save me, like, taking up that area. So I just went back and just buried it, and then I had my tree. So it was like – I felt like I beat the system. Like, I got – Rossetti is not is not a police officer anymore in this game, so I was able to just run amok and have, let anarchy reign free and all that on uh, Animal Crossing. Yeah, but so the next was, time you take the rescue copter, you're going to get an earful. I've never taken the rescue copter ever, so <laughs> it doesn't matter. I, right? I, I, I exactly I, I, one time just to try it. I, so I did, did the same thing this this week. I tried it just once, just to be like, "What actually happens?" I bet you get Nook Miles for it too, though. I think you get Nook Miles for everything, so I'm sure that it's some sort of achievement for doing that. Like I didn't know you. I got, don't remember. It might, maybe I don't remember. Like like you get an achievement for getting stung twice, where you where you get where you get knocked yeah. out. Like there's an achievement for that that I didn't know about until after, but. They all they all kind of have that, so that that's kind of like we where you hit the uh, balloon and, and the thing goes into the water. You get an achievement for that. Yeah, I've done that a few times actually. But yeah, you get an achievement for that too. But you know, I mean, it's Animal Crossing is still the same for me. I play it until I'm until I don't feel like I have anything left to do, or I'm just super bored with it, and then I go on and play something else because I can't play it all day. It would drive me crazy. And plus, there's not that much to do on it. I mean, there's stuff to do, but not all day. Not for me, unless you're still like remodeling your town and stuff like that like with the terraforming so i can still play it all day yeah i'm, I'm the, the same way yeah yeah i just so I, I yeah i haven't really gotten into the remodeling yet like i said i'm really attached to my town and the, the shape of it because i've ran so many circuits around during fishing or trying to get bugs or whatever that and like on my daily fossil you know just on my daily chores like yeah i've built all my inclines and my bridges the way i like to where there's a circuit that I run every day. Sure. You know, but to do this is where I go here, 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 here. And I and as far as terraforming goes, I did I made one of my waterfalls wider just because I could. Mm. Because it ended up being like oh, sure, taking yeah. up the same footprint. So I just made it like more impressive looking. And then uh, I tried making my own like water. I was trying to make my own like little waterway up on top of one of my inclines that was down in the uh, southwest part of the island and I haven't been able to get any fish to generate there, so maybe it needs to be slightly bigger. But it has I was just be, trying yeah. to get a second. I was just trying to get an extra place for like pot, like a a pod based fish to generate. Yeah. Well, what what I noticed is that it has to be at least like three blocks wide 
for a fish three to blocks show up wide. There. Okay. Yeah, because I have because I have a river that's two blocks because I like it being that big because you can jump back and forth between it, but you won't actually see fishes until the bottom of it where it widens up to three. That's as as high as you'll see in the river part, but you'll see fish in the pond on the top and then that like river mouth on the bottom where it widens to three is the only place you'll see fish. But I mean, I I like my island too. There's just like some stuff that I that I'm like, well, it's annoying that this isn't you know where I where I'd actually accidentally build a house somewhere where I can't walk behind the house, and I'm like, well, I always want to walk behind that house, so then I'll just like extend the land more so no. I can walk behind the house, like stuff like that. Or I'll be like, oh, why can't I go on this other side and fish here? Well, I'm like, I'll just add this so I can do that. So that's kind of how I was doing it. And Which, I like, I think you did yeah. say Trey, you did you you did the stepping stone kind of thing where yeah, I put a whole you know where you don't have to build a bridge, but the water can still pass through unobstructed. Yeah, I only do. Yeah, I only have two bridges, and I basically made made stepping stones for every other place that I wanted to cross because it's really easy to do and way cheaper. I kind of wish I would have not made as many bridges as I did. Um, I have a ton of bridges. That's the thing I spent the most time on. With and if I would have paid stuff off a little quicker, I would probably because like so I've gotten um I've got all, all three of the extra rooms, and then I got my upstairs, and uh, I'm almost done paying that off. I'm like. I just crossed a million in savings and it's like one four or something. I can't remember what it is. You know, I've still got a little ways to go, but it's, it's going to be to get the basement. And as far as I know, I think that might be the last of the in-house expansion. I could be wrong, but there's probably, you know, probably one other. There's, big, there's gotta be something I'm, that I'm going to guess it's a, at least two to 3 million that you have to pay, pay yeah. them off for that last round. I, yeah. I bet you anything, there's one that expands all the rooms or at least like expands each room because yeah. the size of the rooms are way smaller than they are in New Leaf. So, well, so there's I mean, got to be something around that where you get to Have either of you gotten again. the upstairs? No. Not yet. Okay. Well, then I won't spoil it, but I don't think that's a thing. I guess I'm already kind of spoiling it. Oh, it's because the up, upstairs is bigger? Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, well, I mean, but the side rooms are way smaller than they are in other Animal Crossing games, is what I'm uh, saying, and I find that weird. So, so if I, the basement's the same size as the upstairs room, which I can't remember, we did visit uh, Fred in the show, Janet. It should be, island. yeah. I can't remember, though. Um, but, yeah, I, that's basically where I'm at now. Like, I want to pay off my house, and then that's when I'm going to finally look at the island and say, okay, what do I want this thing to be? Because I might change it, but I'm try, I'm going to try to be... A lot of people, you know, are wanting to like recreate a game map of something they love. And I've seen a lot of cool examples of that. Or, you know, they want to just create like a really cool like set pieces and stuff, which is also cool. But like, I'm trying to think ahead to like, all right, next fishing competition. What's this competition, that competition? Like, how do I want my island to be laid out for that? You know, for the practical reasoning, because there's still stuff to do in the game. Like, just because we've been playing so fucking much of it. <laughs> It wasn't meant to be played as much as we've been playing it. They didn't know there was going to be yeah. a global shutdown of everything. So there's a lot left to do in this game that's not just the base game. Did so. you guys, uh, th- I don't know if this is in our news somewhere, but did you see that somebody like data mined it to find out when, uh, what you had to do to get to the, the 2.0 Nook's Cranny? Did you guys no, read I that? No, I didn't see that. Because I think we're no, all going to. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I was just going to say we're all going to, I think we're all going to get it fairly soon without us doing anything is all i was going to say okay it's not it's a, a, it's a amount of days and you played in a row or i think it's amount of, i think it's an amount of days that you played total i don't think it's in a row but well um, every day in a row since it came out i played it so yeah i know we have but i'm saying that it's for some reason if you didn't i think it only 
I think it has to be you've played it a certain amount of days and it happens, along with a couple other things that I'm sure you've already done. I won't mention exactly what it was, but regardless, I think we're going to see – I'm just calling it right now. I think we're gonna, all going to see a new a new Nook's Cranny by next week. If if this is – data so. mining is correct, we'll, we'll see the upgrade by next week. If we continue to play it every day, you know. I did, I did want to mention because I said at the top of the show that I saw a gold balloon. And it was kind of funny because it was one of the, it was the night this past Tuesday night. So, well, technically Monday night. I stayed up really late. I stayed up until like eight in the morning because I just wanted to get into the unemployment site and do what I had to do. Sure, which turns yeah. out you do it every two weeks. Yeah. It was, you're supposed to do it every week. So I didn't even need to do it. But I just wanted to get in there, and I was already up kind of late, and so I was like, "Well, I'll just stay up and I'll just keep playing." And uh, and that's like it was like right after I like got in there and I figured out that I couldn't do anything. I was like, "All right, well, I'm gonna get off Animal Crossing," and I was like, still playing the game, you know. And one of the reasons, like I've said this in past episodes, this game's up to like my second most played game on my Switch, and I know I've played it a lot, but I also know a lot of times I've just been it just, been just left it on playing it just yeah. fell asleep with it so this was one of those cases well i didn't fall asleep but i was doing other stuff on the computer on one monitor while it was still running on this monitor sure and i was about i was about to hit save go to bed and it was like eight in the morning like i said and then i hear the and it, you know it was after the easter event yeah and this in this uh balloons flying overhead over and i'm like by my house my house is surrounded on all side with flowers so i'm scared to shoot this balloon down because yeah it might disappear. disappear when it hits the flowers yeah and so i'm like why is that that balloon looks like it's gold but maybe i'm just like tripping because it's so late and i'm tired and i need to get to bed and uh it, it just looked different it, 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 even like yeah with the uh the lighting at the time like maybe i was like maybe it looks like it's gold but it's just yellow and that's the way the light's reflecting off of it so i actually had to follow it across the map for a little while and uh i finally got to a point where i was comfortable shooting it down and I got the recipe for the golden slingshot. Nice. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Like I, I once I saw that from you, I, I told Jess, I was like, "Oh, you found a found it. What could possibly be an indestructible?" I don't think tool. it's indestructible. From I, I did some research afterwards, but I do think it lasts a really, really long time. But I looked up the you know through the FAQs on IGN that uh, Janet worked on um, that it's three hundred balloons popped. Oh, when you. Get, when you get that recipe, that, at least that's what they think it is. That makes sense. And, and I don't think that would have been possible if it weren't for Bunny Day. So I have to say, shout out to Bunny Day, at least in that regard. <laughs> yeah, to give for you that. all the goddamn balloons, because yeah, I got up to three hundred balloons, and I don't know if it, if somebody like started playing today, like I think it's just going to take a really long time to get to three hundred balloons because of that. Yeah, I mean, what like uh, like for an hour or something? Yeah. And well, if you're I figured it was something like that because in the original Animal Crossing in the GameCube one, like once you dig up all of the fossils, you get like a golden shovel that will like occasionally draw money from the ground. So I figured that it, and, and just men- mentioned it too on the show that it would probably be after like you do a certain amount of things, then you'd get a golden yeah. thing. And it makes sense that like after 300 balloons, then you would eventually get a golden thing. So. That makes sense. So yeah, I never thought it'd be the slingshot I'd get first. Like I thought I would get the because I fish all the time, and then yeah. man, when what's his name, the lizard guy, Flick, Flick. Yeah, when he's around, I mean, I, that's all I do is bug hunt. And so I just I've gotten aware anytime I need to make a tool, I just make 
a whole stack of them, like whatever. I grab a stack of each ingredient mm. and I just make as many as I can with those stacks. So in my inventory, I've got, you know, I've always got four to five backup of each tool because might as well just keep hitting the A button, you know, while you're doing, <laughs> while you're sitting there yeah. and just so you don't have to do it in the future. So I started doing that and it's made gameplay a little more enjoyable to be like, all right, well, my fishing rod broke. The game's so distracting that I might end up like taking 30 minutes before I'm fishing again because of all the other stuff I end up doing yeah. in the process. So now I can just run to my house, grab another fishing rod and get right back to it. Oh, okay. And same yeah, with the bugs. Yeah. yeah. Well, the other, was it the other day CJ was there and I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to catch as much fish to pay for this incline that I just put there. So I basically just fish. I'm like, I'm just going to fish until I make enough to pay for this. And I just made, I made three fishing poles and just took them all with me because I knew that they're going to yep. break and I don't want to go back and make another one. That's but I have, I have three different, like I have, I have a crafting bench like on the east side of my town because I had it there for when I was building all the stuff for the outsides of those three houses that were there. And uh-huh. it's still, and I left it there. So it's still there, like out in the wild. And I would just go to that one if I need it. But so I'm like, you can just yeah. carry one with you, but I don't do that. Oh, yeah, you can do that too. Like, yeah, I didn't even think about just that. just carry one with you. And people do that in Minecraft too. But yeah, it's just not a thing I've ever done. Yeah, I mean, you could do that with Dragon Quest also. You could drop a, you could drop a table and just use it. But they have put tables are all over the place in that game, thankfully. You Mine, f- I put one at every corner of the island, and then I have. One inside the house and one outside the house. I pull in also right next to Nook's Cranny so I can make stuff and then go right in there to sell it. Mm. Nice. So that, that has saved me a lot of time. Cool. Yeah, I don't know. For whatever reason, I I used to have one outside of my house, and then I went crazy with the flowers because I wanted to get my um, my rating up, and then I've never put another one outside. But Yeah, I've literally only got the one inside my house, so that's probably dumb. I should probably have some more. Yeah, I, have- I, did, I did get a – so I got a letter in the mail from – the HHA, and they gave me an S rank. Have either of you gotten an S rank? I got an now? S rank too. I, I also received an S rank. Yeah, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Also, speaking of fishing, and I talked about this a little bit last week, I got the Castmaster. I, I cleared that category. So I couldn't get to 50. I ca- the highest I got to fort was to 47. But, and maybe we'll talk about a little bit more about our personal experiences with the tournament that just happened. But that fishing tournament is what got me to to a hundred. I got all the way to a hundred and I didn't even realize like I was so focused on getting the points for the fishing tournament that I like wasn't as stressed about the fish getting off the line, I guess maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I ended up getting the hundred like easily. And all of a sudden I, it, I looked at my nook miles and I had it. I, at first I thought I was like, yes, I got the 50 finally. And I had gotten both the 50 and the hundred. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. I, uh, when I was doing what I was just saying about catching all the fish to sell this to CJ, I ended up making it to 75 and then I just fucked up one. But I, I noticed that if you, you know, if you throw it in the water and the fish sees it and you pull it out before the fish nibbles on it, that doesn't count as a miss. It no, has, it's if they break off the hook, right? It has to, yeah. Well, they had to have nibbled on it once before it to count as not a thing. But if you like just scare them, if you like put it in the water and it starts heading towards the bobber, but it doesn't touch the bobber and you pull it out, that doesn't count as a miss. It has to have oh, actually nibbled on the ba- on the on the bobber for it to count. But I made it to seventy five, and I haven't ca- I haven't counted since then about where that's at when you when you're using the bait you can really get into like kind of a, a rhythm where you drop it and you immediately cast your pull afterwards yeah. and you get oh, yeah. I, i'm sure both of you had the the uh the experience where you just found that sweet spot where you like cast the bait then immediately cast your or yeah, drop the bait immediately cast yeah, your yeah. pull Definitely. and that's sort of like that that loop that i got in where i just kept filling up my inventory and i was well i, I guess with cj 
I was just doing the contest over and over again. But yeah, I just got into the freaking and my max that I got was ten. I couldn't get more than ten. I don't think you can get more than ten because I got I, nine during the tournament in yeah. the three minutes that they allowed you. I swear I perfected it. I couldn't. I didn't miss a beat. Uh-huh. I had everything set. And the most I ever got was ten, and I got it like six or seven times. Mm-hmm. So you can't get eleven. I'm I'm, I'm sure of it. Mm. Yeah, and uh, we all – that was in between shows, so we all did the fishing tournament. I basically – I mean, I got up later, so I, I played it like – I kind of didn't play it that, that hardcore, but I, I played like, I don't know, six or seven times like for like in an hour and a half, and I ended up getting 70-some points. So I didn't even place, but I know you had to get like, what, 100, 100 for bronze, 100, yeah. 200 for silver – gold because i know jess had done it like all day before that and she's like i'm so tired of fishing right now i've been fishing all day and uh and john you Correct. you did it also a lot yeah, I got you got gold. gold it took me four hours Damn. So it was four hours of fishing now i wasn't going hardcore the whole time it was like two hours of casual then two hours of okay i'm gonna get the gold yeah so four hours of fishing yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize that it only goes yeah. till six. Maybe I mean next time I think I'll put more time into it. But if it's the same thing, like we pretty much got everything because John got multiples of a lot of the stuff. Uh, and, no, and John I, was, and John, I like that you. You were also a good resource to find out that I already had everything too. Because like, I got my first repeat of something. Literally, it was what was it? The thing in at six or whatever time the it ended. Like it was after six when my round of fishing ended, and he's like, "Well, see you next." tournament and i'm like yeah. wait i can't cash in my points and i literally was like yeah shauna was sitting there and i was like getting a little agitated she's like you know what, what's going on I'm like he's not letting me cash in my points now i have to wait till july and like <laughs> i was getting a little upset about it and she's like it's cool dude and then i was like uh and then he was like well actually you know if you want to trade on your points you can so i was like yes i can fuck, fucking trade in my last 10 points and what that's when am? i got my first repeat i got the the second copy of the pop floor the pop wall or whatever yeah. it was so I literally down to the wire got all the prizes and or not all the prizes. I didn't get silver and gold, but I got bronze because I got the 13 or whatever, 14. So I, I probably got like right around 130, 140 points. Yeah. I found it. I found it weird that he said that the fishing tournament was over at six, but he's leaving at eight. So, I mean, That's he hangs, he hangs around for an extra two hours yeah, afterwards yeah, yeah. for you to try. Maybe, maybe he would. Well, he wouldn't let you store stuff in the cooler, but that that was cool. It would have been cool if if he was there for the whole day and even outside of the fishing contest, if you could fish all you wanted and free up your inventory and just have it go magically go straight to the cooler like that. And that was pretty cool, but uh, and I keep making that pun because it's fun. It's pretty cool in the cooler. We can. Uh, I like I like CJ and I like Flick. I've grown to like them, and yeah, I just want to change. Yeah, I was gonna say we can transition to a. I guess I like the biggest news event of the week in in this health crisis, but there there was an update for the switch, and now you can use different icons for your for your name, and we all have different ones. I actually originally was going to have CJ, but John already had CJ, so I decided to use a different one. So you, I would have wanted CJ as well. John got to it first. Yeah, John has. Yeah, have CJ. We can all be CJ. Fish and Beaver. I know, I know we can all be CJ, but I was just like, oh, but you already picked it. I'll pick a different one just because. And I picked Flick. I like Flick, actually. I made I'm more actually money. Happy with, I'm, I'm actually happy with the guy I have. And you're Dodo, have, right? Yeah. Uh, Wilbur. Wilbur. Yeah. So they added, like, what, eight, eight new icons? Uh, the one that speaks all in code. The Dodo the guy. Dodo. The yeah. flyer, yeah. Oh, that guy. Yeah, he's cool. 
Yeah, uh, I, I, I grinded those islands so much that it actually feels appropriate that he's my icon. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's cool that they added some new Animal Crossing stuff. There's some really interesting stuff in the new update also, aside from like the data mining stuff that's in there. But I find it really weird that you can change all of the buttons now on the Switch. I guess if you're somebody who plays a lot of PS4 and you're mad that uh, that like that uh, B isn't the isn't the button to like pick what you're picking or whatever, you could switch them. I think I think it's really important for accessibility too because yeah, that's definitely a big yeah. part of gaming right now. And Xbox or Microsoft made that adaptable controller that yeah. you could actually play with any system, even though it's you know made by the but you know made for the Xbox mm-hmm. primarily, but that's the beginning of this. Like, I hope like all, I think that I hope that's the beginning of this for Nintendo as well, where they're thinking about being accessible because I read, uh, I think it was on Reddit. Someone posted about having, how they just had recently had a baby or something and they're always holding the baby and they were able to remap animal crossing to one joy con. Oh yeah. Yeah. Joy con. Yeah. I didn't think of it in that way. And, and you could also like, you could get around games that won't let you remap stuff. You could actually like change it to where like, man, I really wish this button was this button. You can actually. Ooh, Resident Evil 4. I didn't think about that. I yeah. could go in and remap the GameCube controller to work properly. You could, yeah. You could change around. So like anything that doesn't have the proper mapping, you're like, man, I wish this did this. You could totally do it. Or for anybody who like does backwards sticks for first person shooters and maybe it isn't there, you know, like some people would rather like run with the right stick than the left stick. Like you could do stuff like that also in there. And yeah, you could basically change it to however, if like, if it's never this trigger, but you wish it was the trigger, you could totally just change stuff around. I never, I, I can't really think of any games offhand that I wish had different controls, but. I guess I could like turn off the analog stick or whatever for uh, Trials of Mana, and then maybe I wouldn't have that trouble with the uh, menu anymore because I think it's all the analog that's freaking out. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that's an interesting thing. But even actually, we do have a we actually have a question from a from a listener about that particular thing that I'm going to ask sure. right now that he that he would like us to talk about on the show. Uh, Ginzu three thousand says. Oh, hey, wanted to ask a question to mull over for you to mull over on the podcast. Do you think the recent Switch and the recent Switch update in regards to controller mapping is laying the groundwork for mapping for rumored upcoming Mario ports? That's what he says. If if he thinks that maybe that's in there for the port stuff, which I did. I did want to say, like, when we talked about that two weeks ago, I had, like, not read the article at all. So I came off sounding completely misinformed about it. And I was like. In nowhere, as far as I saw, at least in the IGN article, there's nothing that says that it would be an HD version of any of those games. It would just be a port of those games, and that makes more sense to me than an HD version of 64 or Sunshine. A direct port from Nintendo for the for the 35th anniversary? Totally, that would happen. But if they actually changed it all and did an HD version, I don't believe that. So that's what I have to say on that. But yeah, if they directly ported the 64 one to Switch, I could see that happening. Totally. Yeah, just like increase the frame rate or whatever they can do. Like what they've already done with the Wii. Kind of what they do. Yeah, what they do in the virtual console stuff, like the the way they cleaned it up. I actually, I was playing uh, Duck Hunt on Wii U earlier. You know how they switched it to use the Wii uh-huh. mode control and there's like the aiming reticule and all that. I was just playing that today. Like stuff like that where they just make it, you know, easier to play, but not actually upscaled enough, but not super, but not the actual HD, you know, that type of thing. I can, but, see, I can see his point about them letting, doing the button layouts remapping 
in service to to the new Mario games or new old Mario games that are coming out. So that could be a possibility. Yeah, I think so. Is it something? I mean, would you think it would be something like Mario Galaxy? Because you can't you can't change like you can't change like a, a controller move to a button. Like I don't think you can do something like that in the changing of the buttons. Like I just the, the motion and all that. Yeah. Because cause I, well, I was just thinking about Mario Galaxy, how you had to, like, do that flick, like, for that extra jump, right. you know, where that should just be a button. And, and of course, the same thing with, you know, the big thing, Mar- Super Mario Sunshine and the analog triggers, which aren't on – well, I mean, the actually – the 8-bit Doe one does have analog triggers, but they would still – they would still need those two buttons like the GameCube one did, where it's either analog or the click when you click it all the way down. So, yeah. So that I feel like that's the big hurdle on that game. That's bringing maybe across, that's part but... of their thinking is that okay, well we can't exactly have the way that it was. We can't do the analog. I think it'll be clicking in the stick itself rather than holding down the. Oh yeah, true. Twice maybe yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, that could definitely be there for some future project though, where they want, or maybe it was people complaining about. Uh, Actually, you know what? That could very much be a complaint with the Nintendo Switch Online service because some people, myself included, even kind of hate it that on the NES ones you have to play it like with the B and A like horizontal to each other instead of vertical. You know what I mean? When you're used to like doing the Super Nintendo style stuff where you hold like Y to run and B to jump instead of holding B to run and A to jump, you know, you could actually change that in with, with what's on there now. So that, yeah, that could very well be for like, coming up of future ports after that so yeah that makes sense to me do you guys feel the same way about that for the nes games they let you change the button settings in the they, nes right they don't they? no they don't that's what i'm saying oh you, okay well yeah that get, that definitely gets around that problem then. yeah i was saying maybe that's part of that because yeah some people don't like that you have to run with b and jump with a because it feels more natural to run with y and jump with b because of the way the buttons are and all that you don't have to do the claw as a Jose Otero used to say on uh, NBC, the weird claw where you're kind of like moving from one to another. But yeah, no, I, I definitely think that that could happen. And thanks for the question to the podcast and all that. We appreciate it. It's a great question. Oh, let's talk about the what somebody found in the data mining, though, of the new firmware, which is definitely interesting. And this is – I figured this would be something you'd want to talk about, Jeremy, because didn't you kind of – didn't you kind of talk about this as a prediction at one point? You've, look, you've looked at this, right? I hope – you looked at what the data mine is for the new update? Uh, I'm going to remember it when you say it. It's basically somebody found in there that there was an option for a separate display. Oh, yeah. possibility yeah, yeah, yeah. of two displays, which you were talking about this, uh, you know, you we, you speculated as a possible, like, switch cast or something like that. Like, which which isn't my idea, I want to say. That was not my – it's not an original idea of mine. Well, it's but. one that you talked about on the show, so – that, but that I'm definitely, it. <laughs> but it's definitely yeah. a thing that I've heard and from multiple places. Like, how easy would it be? Maybe not easy, but that would be the solution. You would think for the second screen would just be to cast it to your TV remotely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are your thoughts on this, John? You you took a look at it, right? That there may be a possible a clue in there as to it's to a future switch with a with two displays yeah uh, i can only find it from basically the one guy saying it so i'm hesitant to to believe it because if somebody else didn't double check it you know but sure it's possible if the i guess there was so there was the code name somewhere in the update data yeah that nobody really knows what it was like nx abcd right yeah sounds like a, a placeholder code name or something yeah but there was also an option to like 
for a, for a different different display as, as oh right a display display. To it. yeah so that's that's what I found interesting because Jeremy had mentioned it before about the, you know how like when we were talking about like Super Mario Maker two where like we wish there were two screens and that you could somehow play it like you did for the the Wii U you know or like maybe using that to to port like 3ds games to the switch and stuff like that with the with the two screens you know so that's that's what kind of intrigued me i'm not a data miner so i don't know whether that's actually in there or not but if it is i mean that's an interesting thing to find i think that's on it there. sounds like something that they would be thinking about as they as you know they want to um treat their library of you know, a, a thousand regular DS games and another thousand 3DS games. Maybe they want to sell those because they want to mm-hmm. make some money, right? Sure. So um, that sounds like something they would be thinking of. Mm-hmm. For sure. Well, uh, I just I want to talk about a couple like new games that have been announced, and I think we can we can wrap it up there. There's not a whole lot other than that. Well, of course, I want to mention Toe Jam and Earl is on sale. I put that three dollars seventy five cents. Yeah, it's three seventy five. I just wanted to mention which that. I, I, which I bought two Toe Jam and Earl games this week. Yeah, did but you? you could if you like. Oh, you the, did. If you yeah, like those games, the Genesis Collection. Yeah. If you like those, you get another one for uh, for three seventy five. That's a dirt. Would you guys price. consider buying that? In uh, you know, this point, we're all trying to save money and everything. I do think it will be a fun game to play on a stream. Can we all play online on it? We can. Huh, well, then that sounds incredibly intriguing. Maybe I'll get it. We can all three play. I know that the two Toe Jam and Earls that are on Genesis are completely different, right? And this one is only like one of them? Yeah. Yeah. This is more like like number one. one. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, We talked about Cooking Mama last week and like the cryptocurrency and all that, but I guess Coles is still offering offering a version of it. Did you see what the newest news on that was? John, did you see? Briefly. yeah, go ahead, go ahead and talk about it. Well, I, I guess I don't know the particulars other than the person that the company that they had hired to make it or to distribute it mm-hmm. uh, released it early without them approving of the release. And then they also like announced the PlayStation 4 version without the approval of the parent company. And I guess there's like a pending lawsuit right now, but it's oh, almost yeah, like whoever the, the company is that did it and just like kind of went rogue and was like, fuck it. We're just going to release it now anyway, even though they right. said not to. And um, now I foresee the physical version of it probably being a collector's item because yeah, yeah, who knows if it's ever going to actually come out at this point. A couple like, people, like I said, a couple of people that we know that we've had on the show have it. Like I Nat- know Natasha has it. Yeah. That's Natasha and six both have it. Cause I've seen them six. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Six yeah. Got it. I forgot. yeah. They've, they've both tweeted about it. On, on Twitter, so I've seen, I've seen screens that they put up. So I heard someone say earlier today that you can buy it via the publisher's website. I don't know if that's still true, but if you want it, go check out that website, whatever it is. Yeah. So yeah, that, definitely that, seems like you know a franchise that at one point was. I kind of thought it was sort of a cash cow on the DS. Yeah, I mean, like I, they a lot of a, people got they the made DS a lot of for them, that yeah. sort of game. Like, man, that franchise got horribly mismanaged if it's at this point right now yeah right. I mean, it, it almost seemed like something that would have got snapped up by nintendo like it seemed like a very nintendo property yeah right mm-hmm. and it was exclusive like every game until now there was all exclusive mm-hmm. on ds so i don't know as far as other sales go though i just want to mention like practically everything is on sale that's not 
first party Nintendo. There are a lot of sales going on. But I thought it was mentioned worth mentioning the Bandai Namco one just because Katamari Damacy Reroll is only like ten dollars now. So ten dollars, go get it. So anybody who hasn't got who hasn't got that game yet, you could definitely check it out. It's worth every penny. The soundtrack alone, like 30, right? Yeah, it came out at thirty, and we and we waited for it to be twenty, and we all bought it, mm-hmm. and now it's ten, so it's like even better price. Well, John, you before. bought it full price, didn't you? I did buy it full price. Yeah. Oh, I thought I thought yeah. you bought it. I thought you bought it when it was on sale for thirty. Or on sale for twenty. I, I did. I bought it on sale. Yeah, I bought it on sale too. But but yeah, like I said, like the the music alone is worth the cost of admission. Like you can oh, just yeah. turn it on and listen to it. Since I've sure. been since I've been playing so much with my Bluetooth headphones on, I really talked. I really thought about playing that game again because I got stuck on this one. I don't know. I got stuck on that one with the twins, and I just could not beat it. Like how, no matter how many times I went through it, for some reason, but. Yeah, there was one. There was like one level. I just, yeah, I just could not get. But I, but since I've been playing with the headphones on and sound is so much better through Bluetooth headphones, I would just thought about just kicking back and listening to that soundtrack, especially that I and it's so Japanese that I've liked watching stuff that takes place in Japan. It makes me feel better because I like to think of better places I could be <laughs> if uh, if it was possible for me for us to travel again. But I do want to talk about a couple games that were announced. That we that we saw on here, uh, Vigor Viger. Do you know what this game is? Nope. I know a friend of the I show, just, Daniel Goulin, talked about it on NBC. Yeah, he made I, a post I, about it. It was something that was uh, an exclusive. I, I can't look at my notes right now, but an exclusive to PlayStation or Xbox. Xbox. And, and they're porting it over. Yeah, it was a it was an exclusive Xbox game, and it's I think it's isn't it like an made by like a second party Xbox company or something like that, but they're porting it to the switch and it's a free to play game. Yeah. It's a free to play uh first person shooter, but I mean, the more the merrier. I don't know. I, I, I'm interested in it because it's free and I could try it. I hope it works better than that Warface did the one that I can never get to load. So, but I mean, I, I saw comparisons between the two of them. They look pretty similar. Like there's not a whole lot of difference in graphics. So they look, they look pretty close. Also, uh, one thing I thought was pretty interesting. The other one that I want to mention: Picross or World War Z? World War Z was what I was going to mention. I, I think that one's interesting as well. That World War Z was announced. It was like just announced right before we started recording. Is this this, this is the same people that ported um, The Witcher, The Witcher, and Mortal Kombat Eleven Saber? And they so. said, and they were saying in this uh, article that this is like the hardest project they ever had. This conversion. Mm. Yeah, and they they yeah, also like kind of lines. they kind of sort of leaked it previously. We mentioned it on the show, but they did say that they had more. They had they had a lot more um, ports that they were working on for the Switch from other systems. So that is on there. But I think the most important news that we have as far as games being revealed: Streets of Rage Four now has a release date, and it's not that far away from now. Uh, I don't no, know. I didn't see that. I it, saw the price, but there's a release date. Wow. Yeah, you know what? I found it just now on the eShop. We're breaking news on this one. I didn't see it on a website. Nintendo.com. So, yeah, source the eShop. No, when we were when I was looking for that last fight game earlier when we were talking about talking to Kevin, I managed to find Streets of Rage 4 on the eShop, wow. and it says that it's coming out on the 23rd of April. That's only like not even a week away. So if anybody's Amazing. got $25 that they're that they're wanting to spend or you really want to get streets of rage for start saving that money now <laughs> maybe if you find enough quarters around the house you'll be able to put together 25 dollars or something 
But yeah, no, it's a uh, it's in the eShop now as a coming soon. You can't preload it yet, but it does say coming soon, tw- April twenty third. So it's pretty cool. That's like a uh, all right. It's like a what like um a week from today about or oh it's next Thursday. So yeah, Thursdays are release days for eShop. So it makes sense. So yeah, we Very have cool. we have that coming up in the future. But if there's nothing else you want to mention i'm good to oh i want to mention uh skater xl got a release window yeah july july 2020 yeah i'm anticipating that game very much hopefully we'll be able to work again by then and maybe have enough to get it (laughs) yeah no i mean it looks cool it definitely looks like skate a lot like more like skate than tony hawk but skate was fun so i'm into it there is one thing that i did that i did see on here that i do want to mention i didn't actually look at the article but the Rhythm Heaven creator asked fans to show their support for a Switch release. How do we do that? I think he was just saying in general. I don't know if he started a petition or <laughs> There's anything no petition? Because like I would love... I, w- I think it was just yeah. raised. I would love, love, love to see Rhythm Heaven on Switch. I love Rhythm Heaven. Uh, so. It sounds like Twitter, yeah, because that's yeah. where his where he put out the, the call for... Well, he was literally yep. responding to to something someone posted saying, like, get your voice together. So I guess social media... Yeah, it's all in Japanese too. So somebody, uh, somebody translate it <laughs> or translated it. But yeah, no, it's a uh, Sunku boy who uh, I know he do- did all this, all the music for uh, the Sunku. They they do all the music for Rhythm Heaven. But yeah, no, I would love to see a Rhythm Heaven game yeah. on Switch. Those games are a lot of fun. So I also like a new WarioWare. We should talk about some of these licenses. Oh yes, do it. What, what's going on with WarioWare? When was the last one of that? A long time ago. Yeah, I'm. I'm uh, so- DIY was the last one, right? I th- well, no, WarioWare Gold on 3DS. That's right. Yep, that was like the greatest hits one. And that was it was like it was basically like Rhythm Heaven Mega Mix, where it had all of the original stuff on it and new ones. Meg- Mar- WarioWare Gold was really good. Like it was, it was a game that came out like pretty much yeah after. I feel like it was one of the last 3DS releases, like when everybody was in Switch mode. There I, was a de- there was a demo, right? I think I played the demo. Yeah, there was a demo. I bought the game and I had a blast with it. I actually use some of the songs for our outros on this because they were so funny but it was uh yeah it introduced uh, i guess she was in previous ones but what nine bits uh nine bits mom is in it you see her like she shows up so i think she's like 11 bit or something like that but yeah no that game was really cool but yeah we haven't seen anything after that it might may not have sold that well either so i don't know but yeah i I, I think we should mention some of this licensed stuff real quick the lego super mario adventures the release date uh got revealed and the price so oh yeah we did miss that that's uh, august 1st it's coming out and then the starter course is going for 59.99 and you can get expansion sets um the piranha plant uh, power slide expansion set for 29.99 and then bowser's castle set is the big one at 99.99 wow a hundred dollars i yeah i know i know legos are incredibly expensive but i yeah all yeah. three of those sets is the cost of a switch light yeah right yeah i don't i don't see myself spending that type of money definitely not now but even if i was in if i had a job like i used to and all that that's I gotta be a tentative that. release date too because i mean that's a factory that makes that stuff mm-hmm. yeah i think pretty much we should all assume that every re- release date is a tentative mm-hmm. release date right now you know yeah but that's what they're saying is august 1st so and who knows this stuff it was in development for like five years i think they said so maybe they do have things that are already being produced. Uh, maybe they're already Who knows how far it. down. Yeah, right. how long, when they started. Yeah, so I think I, I would consider getting the starter course for, for 60 bucks just to check it out. 
and play with the little Mario toy. Yeah, but I don't know how, how deep I would get into it. I mean, it would be a cool yeah, considering then, considering I've spent that on the Labo, which is just cardboard. Yeah, I think I might consider that as well. But uh, Labo, I mean, Labo had VR, man. <laughs> I don't know. I thought about doing some uh, quote unquote VR. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I spent a hundred total on Labo, including that second set I bought. I mean, about about what you expect for forty dollars of, of VR. Is there there's some uh, Nintendo clothing news? Uniqlo announces a, a Super Mario 35th anniversary clothing line, and Levi's debuted their Super Mario clothing line. Yeah, I I got to be honest, I haven't been a huge fan of any of the stuff that I've seen this round. Yeah, me either. I I don't really like any of the Uniqlo stuff, and. I don't know. I, this, oh, I do like that. I, I bought a couple on the last line. I don't know about the new one. I didn't really take a look too much at that, but yeah, I like those. They're sort of minimalist design. I think it's cool. Yeah. Um, I, the, I, the Levi's ones, I think, are straight up ugly. I would not buy those. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't see. I didn't look at either of them because I just don't. I just don't really. I like the so like look at like so like I'm looking at it right now the denim tote. I mean that's cheesy, but. That's at least kind of cool because it's not because it's Levi's yeah. and it's Mario. It's Levi, yeah. but it's not pa- it's pants, but it's not pants. But yeah, my problem like is that the, uh, every one of those they all say Levi's on them, and I don't want Levi's. I want just Mario. Oh right. Well, I mean, all the Uniqlo says Uniqlo on it too. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I, I just not, the, the ones that they're, they're just the even more bought, minimalistic. They with yeah. they're just even more minimalistic. Well, isn't it like that little like flappy tag on it or something? Yeah, by the you might have that somewhere, but it's pocket. not prominently displayed. Like basically, the, the Levi's is given equal weight to the Mario on a lot of these yeah. products, and I don't. That that's jean cool. jacket is actually kind of cool. It's it's funny because I read the description of that, and it says uh, Levi's X Super Mario five hundred one ninety three straight men jeans, and I was like, wait, what? That's only for straight, straight men. Straight men jeans. What? Yeah, <laughs> is it, I know the, it's. The, it's supposed the, to be the jean jacket. Clearly called Levi's X Super Mario cropped dad trucker jacket. Yeah, right. <laughs> One hundred twenty-eight dollars. When I when I saw the, uh, the Mario jeans. Well, I mean the jeans in themselves. And that's are for the cropped one. That's the one that's like the fit is like to not fit you very well. <laughs> I mean, and the, there's like there's one where a dude's wearing. It looks like the same jacket, but I don't know. Maybe a cropped is just one of the styles of the trucker jacket. Well, there's the straight man jeans that uh, <laughs> that, that's like $170, and that's just <laughs> jeans. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, no. All of these are stupid expensive. And, I mean, I'm at the point, if I want a video game shirt, I'd rather just make a custom one because I don't like any of the designs on these. And also, they well, all say, they they all you're say Levi's. you're going to pay less for a custom than you would for this. And they'll look better. Yeah. I mean, the trucker jacket with all the people on it is maybe cool if you're like... That's the if, best thing. If I'm you want to be like, if you want everybody to see your love for Nintendo and you, you want to well stick out. A jean jacket and some patches off uh, yeah. Etsy or yeah, some yeah. buttons or something. Yeah, the Uniqlo oh, thing. The, oh, it looks cool though. Yeah. The embroidery does look really cool. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the Uniqlo, I just, I've never been to that store and I don't really have a desire to go to that store. I'm not a so. big fan of the Uniqlo. So that's kind of how I feel about this, this stuff. I mean, that whatever, the... You should check out this if you ever see one. I don't know if they are around the Chicago. They probably are. They they are. But they they, they just, do have a lot of like they're hard various to, yeah. video games shirts. I've seen Street Fighter shirts there before, and they're pretty cool. Yeah, and they sell them cheap too. I got my Mario shirts for like ten bucks each. 
Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's not the easiest to get to. I think it's, like, downtown, and there's no parking and stuff like that. It's not like you can just go to a unique, unique low place. I definitely don't have that here. Yeah, but... You got a Ross dress for less. There's all sorts of Mario stuff there, too. All right, cool. Well, that's been our episode two, 215. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And uh, if you want to support the show, go to patreon.com slash Podcast. You can, like our new patron, Janet Garcia did. Thank you, Janet, for supporting Thanks, the show Janet. at the $1 level. I hope that you oh, enjoy yeah. all of our bonus shows, and please let us know what you think. And uh, yeah, uh, yeah, maybe our maybe that commercial worked. Because she did say she liked that commercial. Oh, oh yeah, the commercial, and I did a two-minute preview of our of our last episode about game music for obscure games. So maybe that I, I thought that well. episode was really good. Yeah, so I, I did a little I'm did a little two minute played a little two minute part of that, which you can catch two like two before this, but before last episode. If you missed that, you can listen to that two minute preview of our Patreon episode. And all you have to do is give a dollar a month, and you know to hear those extra episodes and. This is basically this is the only job that I have right now. So it's uh that's the only job that the three of us have. So if you want to help us out in that way, it would be much appreciated. Plus it's been uh, what's been keeping me sane and make me feel good about myself is to continue to do this show. So all that all that fun stuff. But also I mentioned it last week, youtube.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast. Uh we already made it to two hundred when I mentioned it last week. So we are do we do have a, over two hundred subscribers now. So that's Thank pretty. Thank you to each one of you. It's pretty rad. I, I put a bunch of videos of uh, some KK Slider songs that I recorded from uh, the first appearance of KK Slider in my island. I you know did some of my favorites. I did like ten of them. I think I'll do some more this weekend as well. So if you want to you know see some KK Slider stuff, I tried to make, put some funny descriptions on there too about the different ones. So I went. I definitely went, did the same thing once I found out. I've had him do Go KK Rider and. Yeah, it, it took, awesome. took me forever to figure out the. I failed like three times before I actually got the right spelling of Go KK Rider because I kept thinking me there was too. A, I was doing it with the periods, without the periods, what? with the exclamation point, without the exclamation point, and then I finally looked at your message and you said yeah. this is. The and way to I use Trey. I use Trey's message and I got it the first time. Yeah, it's, of that. So it's thank you, Trey. Yeah, it's dots and no exclamation point. For some reason, I thought there was an exclamation point because a lot of people, a lot of places have them online. Yeah, I thought it was like Go exclamation KK yeah. Rider. Yeah, I went to I went to a website that like a wiki, like a KK Slider wiki that has all the songs on there, and those were actually correct spellings for everything. But every other KK writer had an exclamation point on it. So I wish I I could put this website in the comments, whatever in the in the details of this if you want to see it. But you could check that out. Also, uh, anybody who's watching us on Twitch.tv, we're at like ninety five followers now, so we're almost at a hundred on that too. So that's pretty cool. If anybody wants to give us a follow on twitch.tv slash Nintendo main podcast, I'd like to get up to a hundred. That'd be great. Also, uh, Twitter, Twitter at underscore at Nintendo underscore domain is where I am. And at JMX stack is where Jeremy is. So you can check us out there. I have over 300 followers on that too. So pretty cool. You can check that out. I'm, I'm getting close to a hundred. So, Hey, uh, yeah. if I got to a hundred Twitter followers, I would be pretty happy. Yeah, I'm yeah. at like 84, I think. We've been posting a lot of videos of our video game antics. So yep, eighty four. You can watch me kill Dasan on there on Twitter. I push put that up there, and also cutting that Wampa's arm off from Star Wars. And Jedi, you can Jedi see Academy. my picture of a real life stink bug that I found in my uh, office. It's your uncle Shag. Looks just like yep, him. It reminded me of my uncle. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we I've and my sister show Drunk Monday. You can check that out as well. Just look it up on the 
on the Facebooks or if you're a patron, you'll see it on our Patreon feed with this. They're in the same place. But yeah, thank you everybody for watching, and we'll be back next week with some more Nintendo news. We sure will.